What's up, everyone? This is Riley Madison, and you are listening to Sunset Flip Radio. Let the slow and sultry sounds of one of the greatest big men of all time lead us into this week of professional wrestling where we saw botched explosions, a debut of a former world champion, and a <laughs> seven foot six basketball player go through two tables. Yeah, I thought, I thought that intro was like leading me into like a backward, uh, a backwards uh, massage parlor. <laughs> a little like, rub and tug from the back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's just the uh, music of one of the greatest big men of all time, Yokozuna, who will be a good part of our episode today because you are listening to Sunset Flip Radio, your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. I am your co-host, Thomas Lisi. Always join the most handsome man in the room, Alex Drayton. Hey. And Mr. Wonderful Jeff Noyes. What's going on today? What up? Nothing much. I mean, what a week in wrestling, right? What a week in professional wrestling. And I Just think... so many letdowns in Yeah, yeah there was a lot of letdowns. I mean, I think Total the biggest letdown... letdown Christian. <laughs> now, everyone is saying that. Oh, it really wasn't a... It, it was really a goodbye now between Edge and Christian and at the end of Rumble. Because they both... I guess they both knew what was going on. So... I, I guess. I mean, who knows? I mean, that? don't you think Christian thought that he was going to be with WWE? Or did he assume that I'll do this show and then in 90 days I know that I can be available to go to AEW? I don't know what the hell he was thinking, but whatever he was thinking, it made us definitely confused because... I had no idea that it was Christian Cage. Just Christian. I'm like, I can't yeah. call him. I can't call him Christian Cage because you have Brian Cage. So. And Brian Cage would kick the shit out. Yeah. Of him. Do you know what his nickname is? Ah, Swolverine. Yeah. I love it. Oh my Swolverine. god, dude! I love he has that a name. shirt that says Swolverine because yeah. he has like the Wolverine sideburns, yeah. the facial hair. I mean, he's just. You know, first of all, I'm wearing a Team Taz shirt right now. Yeah, you are wearing a Team Taz. I love everything Taz. I love Team Taz. I thought you were a fan of the Cincinnati Bengals because you're wearing the the Zubaz. I the Cincinnati Bengals. This is more Chicago Bears. Aren't you a Steelers fan? Yeah. Okay. This is more Chicago Bears, Mm. but I just wanted to match the orange with my Team Taz shirt. But... That um, you can find on the AEW website, AEWshop.com. Maybe cheap plug. <laughs> cheap plug. <laughs> Jeff Noyes, the uh, Zubaz Broski. Yeah. I am definitely the Zubaz. How many pairs of Zubaz do you have? Uh, Four. That's four, four more than right me. Now. I got to get a pair of Zubaz when I go to the Buffalo Bro, Amazon, games. 20 bucks, bro. That's Come it? On. You can't go wrong. Like Zubaz, Zubaz? Or like... Oh, yeah, dude. These are legit Zubaz. You want to look at my uh, nah, quote-unquote belt? I'm, I'm good. <laughs> right around the belt line. No, but right on the belt. so uh, when we talk about letdowns, you can, I mean, I can say that part of revolution was a letdown. In my opinion, the latter half of revolution wasn't as good as the beginning of revolution. I thought. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, it started off hot. It started off really hot. It, it was kind of predictable because you saw Jericho and MJF lose to the young bucks who, what did you say? About the Young Bucks? Oh, they're complete trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's beside the point. Flippy dippy indie shit. Well, quote that's, Jeff Norris. That was yes. Jeff. Right. Yeah. No, but. I like that flippy stuff. So do I, but to a certain extent. Thank you. There, There's a point where it's like, dude. Yeah, okay. And then they, there's a point where it's like, oh, this is great. They yeah. had MJF. When it's well placed. They had MJF and standing up in the middle, and they were each going back and forth with super kicks. And he didn't fall pathetic, down. And he didn't fall down. But Jericho takes two, whose reputation is a billion times bigger than MJF, yeah. Yeah. and he takes two, and he falls down. And he's done. And he's yeah. done. 
It just like, doesn't it, make that much sense as far as... It was so bad. I mean, the match was okay because Jericho and the shape that he's in trying to keep up with the Young Bucks who are a little bit, I mean, a lot younger and faster than Jericho is, but I mean... It's like a grandpa playing with like a two-year-old uh, grandkid. And yeah. Like, oh, there, were times, there were times you can tell Jericho was winded. Oh, he definitely he like, blew blows up. up. He blew oh, up. yeah, he, he, he blew up. Yeah. And you never would have seen that from him before. But also, no. you're talking about a guy who's 50 years old. Yeah, good, I mean, good like, for him, you know, though. I mean, good yeah. for him. I mean, he knows that this is the rest. This is going to be the end of his career. Yeah. Definitely. But, I mean. As long as you, if, if you come to a realization about that, which is very hard for wrestlers because they oh, never yeah. like to let it go. Example. I told you, I wrestled at 70 yeah. years old. So. Yeah. 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 Look yeah. at The Undertaker. Well, he needed money to pay for lawyers, but that's that. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. He did this. Uh, you know, from Anchorman, Brick killed a guy. Oh, yeah. It's like, Brick, where did you get <laughs> a trident? The guy would have tried it. Right. It was Anchorman 2. You, should probably, you should probably get out of town now, Brick. For that. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, it's true, though. I mean, when when can wrestlers really throw in the towel? We always say that, oh, you know, it's 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 like an old dog. When it's is like, enough enough? It's like with anything. Like I'm a huge Lesson Jake fan, right? They started touring in 1992. Jeez. Right? So they are going to be 30 years of touring next year. I know, wow. I know that there's going to be an end to the band. After I know a while, that there's going to be an end. If the band well, doesn't, still good. it's still good. Not as good as the original lesson, Jake. But you still have still to good. adapt because your original fans are now fucking old. Exactly. No offense, Tom. No, I was. I was. I was in seventh grade when I bought. No, I, I was in eighth grade when I bought Hello Rockview. And you can't appeal to fifty-something-year-old doing this, talking about the same stuff that you did when you first started. So there has to be some sort of evolution, and and I can tie this back to wrestling, where everybody Batista? has. Sec- no, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah. evolution. Everybody's got a uh, you know a second, a third, and sometimes even a, 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 a fourth act. Well, you know, and you have to just kind of adapt with the times because you get older and they get younger. And the talent changes, and so does the style of wrestling. Now, you, what you just said is very transparent in today's wrestling climate. Yeah. WWE. I know I transitioned you like that, right? That was a good transition. Because every t- it's funny, because every time we try to come up with the beginning, you're like, no, 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 you do the beginning, you do the beginning, I'm not good at the beginning. But that was a good transition by you. I tried. No, it's funny because Vince McMahon has taken what Alex just said and bring it into today's climate. If you look at the main event for WrestleMania, who's in the main event? Edge. When did Edge debut in the Attitude Era? 98. 98, mm-hmm. he debuted. Who who also debuted with him? Christian. Where did Christian go? He became a champion. He came back. Now he's in AEW. He, what does this shirt say? Oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> what, what does the shirt say? It's like, something uh, all day, no excuses or something like that? Uh, some bullshit mm. like that. Or, or you... outwork everybody. That was oh, the whole yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was so, outwork yeah. everybody. So it was, the fuck so it was out a of here fuck out of here outwork well i mean he can't ride the coattails of anybody but i mean yeah there you go see what, let's see what he'll do there you go let's see what he can do well, let's see if he hide, actually gets over well it's easy to hide behind everybody else who's over there yeah i mean what but do you is he gonna get over there like i don't think so mm. all, i definitely don't think so i mean all, granted all the everybody all the wrestlers on twitter are like you know including ftr they're like oh we're so glad he's here he's such a great mind such a great person cody's Blowing smoke up his ass. Somebody yeah, said they that have to sell their product. Who well, of said course, it? I get that. It's Somebody a said thing. that he's one of the best psychological wrestlers. I and they compared him to Pat Patterson. To some, who? Somebody said that. I think Tony Khan said something like that, or another wrestler. Anybody Tony Khan, Pat Patterson can go sit like... on a spike on a fence for all. I care. Like yeah. this guy. 
other than his father riding his father's coattails. Yeah, it's I mean, a money mark. He's yeah, a money his mark. father. He's his father's. Money. His father's a billionaire who earned his money by the Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah. and then Jack he gave Tom, his son yeah. AEW as like a little, I guess, toy, toy or like a building block to show that he can run something. And, and he now to pay the pyro guy. Yeah, <laughs> that no. check must have bounced. Yeah, that see, it's like you got pyro from Dollar Tree. <laughs> You got great value pyro. Wish.com pyro. <laughs> Wish. the, the, there, there was better pyro in, in Bobby Lashley's... First of all, his new entrance is like that was, godlike. That was bomb. It's awesome. like, dude. Yo. Yeah, you notice Raw had a lot more fucking pyro yesterday. Yeah. I like the little subtle like, yeah, yeah, wink that at that. Little, yeah. yeah, I mean, Randy Orton had pyro at the end, but I'm, I'm digging the godlike chiseled out of a gold statue yeah but they keep Bobby changing almighty to one word into almighty yeah like two words i'm digging the almighty gimmick and i'm digging his new entrance and i'm digging digging him i'm digging mvp with the pimp cane and i'm digging everything about everything that about right, now. right it, now I'm just it hits on it's a hundred percent there's there's no yeah. there's no number underneath it, it, it it's it's all or nothing with yeah. them, and they're they're hitting on all cylinders. And and I, and I know that we're going to talk about Raw, but I'll I'll just lay it right now. If the New Day wins the titles next week, I will not watch wrestling for a week. I will not watch <laughs> Raw for a week. Oh, that's what happened last night. I fell asleep. Well, I was tired. They announced that match for next week to be the New Day for for the forty seventh fucking time against the Hurt Business. So yeah, they but can what if the tag team is going to go against? Them? Exactly. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the problem. That's it's true. Just, they didn't yeah. have. They have that's to it. pay these guys. They they pay them, so they have to let them work. Yeah. So that's yeah. the only are there, thing. Are, are there any do. other tag teams on Smack on Raw? Well, think about it too. How many times if is the women's championship going to be fucking um, Shayna Blazer and uh, Nia Jax against Lana and Naomi? No yeah. piece of shit. They keep on running the same thing, and they've been running that same angle for. I still think well, it seems I, like eternity. I still think the hell. Riot Squad should get a, a legitimate shot. Yeah, they should. They but are every a time legitimate they put them in the ring, team. They get their asses. Well, yeah, and after watching Ennis. NXT last week, there was some weird, funky schmas that happened. I don't know what that was about. I don't either. Um, there was no follow up on any other shows. Maybe it was to be the big surprise that William Regal is going to drop tomorrow. That because tomorrow's yeah. Wednesday. That oh, what can, his big drop is big as Christian? Come on, what, uh, well, what no. NXT women's tag. <laughs> so now that Belts. that belt can't or championship that title can't bounce between brands, which I thought was a great selling point anyway. It was. Because it didn't pigeon-toe you to just two shows. Yeah. It gave you the run of the mill. And let's face it, there's more and I think some better talent in NXT. There's a lot more better talent in NXT. Where you can go and, and it would be... Yeah. You, know, you could prosper. And then those women on NXT can get the shine across the other brands and cross-promote so you can get more viewers for Wednesday or Tuesday whenever they move. And especially when the whole future of wrestling five years ago, three years ago, now is women's wrestling mm -hmm. in the eyes of everybody in the WWE, then there's not a better way of showcasing that than taking the women from NXT yes. and putting them on Raw and SmackDown or just to, just to have a match here and there, but having that belt go yeah, back and forth. Which, if that's what ends up happening tomorrow, I think that's a, a bastardization yeah. of, of what's been going on. And I, I really think that they, uh, they, they really should rethink that. Absolutely. They're not going to, but... Um, huh. I don't. I don't think that was the right call. More belts means what? More belts means you can sell Water more belts. Well, you can sell more product, but it's also water watering down brands and just the title itself. Yes. The more titles, it's participation it's not trophies at this point. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's a third place trophy. You that get a we belt. You get a belt. I mean, there's it's a, a hot dog and a handshake. Eventually, there has to be a women's mid card belt. Eventually, it's, yes, it has to be one. Just because that's the tag team title. 
I mean, that's really the, like the, tag the, team. the way that it's been because they yeah. split the tag team and then they put the mm-hmm. whoever's like the heel in that group. They always put them like shoot them to the moon for yeah. three months and then they'll win the belt and then drop the belt. Yeah, because you see a lot of tag. You, you've noticed the recent weeks on NXT television. There's been a lot of female tag teams. Or, you know, singles, they come together as a tag team. Not a tag team tag team. We all know what those are. Um, but I think that's probably where we're going is with the NXT uh, Women's Tag Team Championships yeah, well, apparently on its own. So. Apparently there's two big announcements. Oh, so, I thought it was just the one. No, nah, there's two. What could the I second think, one be? I think the other one might be that Finn Balor is going to get a match at WrestleMania. I think something like that. I think in NXT my... NXT should be featured on... Um, it should be. It should be. There but should then be, it's like, what do you do with the takeovers? Like, I, I don't know. There should be a, there should be an NXT match at WrestleMania, in my opinion. If you book Balor and Cole for WrestleMania, that sells. Oh, that dude, gets that people going. Oh, my God. That would be great, actually. You know that they're supposed to wrestle tomorrow. You know that's yeah. not happening. No, they'll wrestle. They will? I, I, but I think it'll be a it'll DQ schmuck. with, yeah. with yep. Kyle O'Reilly or yep. It'll Roger be the same Strong. thing it'll that be a with, like, uh, Miz and Lashley, where which is like a tease. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A yeah. two-hour tease, it, yeah. Then, you know, well, that was like a three-hour tease. Yeah. But they ended up still having the match, at least. I don't know if they'll have... Like, they'll have the match, but it it's definitely going to end in some kind of schmaz. So, mm-hmm. uh, back to our... To, to the disappointments that we're leading off the show with for today. Uh, we have to mention the, the pyro spot. At the end of the John Moxley, uh, Kenny Omega, barbed wire, rope, stages of hell, whatever the hell you want to call it, match. Stages of hell. Um, the match itself was, was good. Was good. The match was good. I don't. There was a lot of time after the match was over. Like they were like, it made you know, no sense that they they, like, they, they were, set something this whole thirty minutes. Something thing. happened, I think, because yeah. they set the thirty minute timer, but then Omega won with like two minutes left. And there was I a think lot that's of where time the wasted. Was. That was the problem, in my opinion. So it was a time I've, pyro, and I feel they had like to go and manually yeah, do it. I feel yeah. like the pyro guy just kind of like w- either wasn't paying attention or or something mal- malfunctioned. Or something malfunctioned because for the simple fact of you, they pushed that whole thirty minute. Everything's gonna fucking blow. It was really dumb that the match ended early. Mm-hmm. I mean. It really should have just went to 30 minute time and then everything blows up and then, I don't know, like have the two guys dead in the ring. And then fucking at that point, you have uh, the good brothers come out and just lay Omega on top of uh, Moxley. You see the thing just done that and it would have been fine. It would have left both of the guys big. What I didn't like about that was the fact that the good brothers had to intervene. The Good Brothers didn't have to you intervene. You knew that was going to happen for I the simple fact. I didn't think that was going to happen. Though. I knew from the beginning for the simple fact that there was one set of ropes that had no barbed wire. There's always a set them. of ropes that don't. There's always like one. It, the I mean, ring we have always covered, but it's always like three. You just well, don't for, know which three. Like yeah. what do you in like exploding barbed wire matches? Yeah, I, I've seen a couple <laughs> where because like they haven't like, done it in the states before. Like, well, yeah, yeah, no, I know that. They didn't do that in ECW. They, they, they did, did barbed wire never, rope matches. They did barbed wire and a yeah. full ring full was ring. covered in barbed yeah. wire. Yeah. They didn't have ropes. They literally took the ropes down and put barbed wire. But they never had any explosions. They, I mean, they did, but okay. not in... Spe- they didn't have that specific match like that. The only one that I remember, and um, also I don't 100% remember what it was. I don't know if it was just an exploding, exploding table match or if it was... That death match the exact same way because I remember Bulls Mahoney and Vic Grimes fought. In the oh, same I match. heard about that. 
And the pyro didn't fucking go off. Yeah, it was a really big botch. It was yeah. an as that was an Asbury botch. Park. Yeah, it was there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you were you there. Post right. it? Huh? Did you post that? No. I saw somebody, somebody else posted, posted it. it. I, yeah. uh, I wasn't. I don't know if it was a four three four, but it was like another affiliated. And then it was like, like yeah, wrestling website gonna, page. They're not going to go back to this again or something. Yeah, yeah I seen that. Yeah. 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 I so they that used that week. as like an example of what you don't want to happen, even yeah. though what did happen was ten times worse than that. Because that's Paul Heyman's mind with a Paul Heyman budget. Yeah, right. but I mean that was fine because champagne taste and beer money, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Can compare that show. You're on Convention Hall, which is a pretty closed venue, yeah. but then you're at Daly's place, which is like pretty big, and the fans are standing pretty far away, paying fifty bucks a person. Is that how much it was? Yeah, and to have that mistake happen, and you got to give Eddie Kingston credit. I mean, if you well, haven't This is seen what I it, wanted to talk about. Yeah. Eddie Kingston 100% deserves credit for doing what he did. He what, did. What yeah. was his involvement in the match other he was, than laying on top of somebody to he cover was, him? He was, right? it was I seen the story. He fought crazy. off the Good Brothers. Like, he got yeah. them away from Moxley. It was him because and... Because he was the, handcuffed. Yeah. Moxley was handcuffed at the time from the Good Brothers and Omega after the At the, the end match. of the match. Okay. And, like, the whole timer was doing that whole, like, you know, the sound was going. We it's all gonna blow. Was going, yeah, it's like gonna that. blow all yeah. that kind of bullshit. So Eddie was just like, it was that thing of like, you know, he's his old friend and everything like mm -hmm. that. Even though they had that feud, so it was a really epic moment if you think about it. And he like, the, you know, just laid on top of him to protect of, him. Uh, <laughs> of, of, uh, <laughs> don't let the invisible <laughs> fire burn a friend. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love Talladega Nights. Me too. One of the best movies ever. All right, well, here, like, here's know, a he, confession: I never saw Talladega Nights. How dare Get you? The fuck out. <laughs> Podcast <laughs> over, guys. But we, it's my we, house. We and it's my Get out of my house. <laughs> no, I never watched Talladega Nights. You have to. I never. That was, I think that's the only. Well, I, I didn't see that. A damn. What you see, like Blades of Glory, but you didn't. I didn't see that. I didn't see Blades of Glory. I'm telling you, I mean, you know, my favorite Will Ferrell movie, in my opinion. Night at the Roxbury. Yes. <laughs> Night at the Roxbury, Stranger Than Fiction, and Old School. Probably three. Stranger Than Fiction. Yeah. And there very, were very three underrated. Of, very good. Underrated movie and underrated Bad Religion album. Just throwing yeah. it um, But yeah, so Eddie Kingston is like on top of Moxley, and he literally just has his head down. And like, you know, his yeah, hands covered. like over his head. So Waiting he's not for that. seeing what's going on. So, it, so he hears Pyro go off. He didn't see anything. He assumes everything went according to plan. Moxley could have seen it. Moxley his, could have his, said, like, yeah. you know, hey, fucked up. Yeah. You know, stop selling. <laughs> but Eddie immediately sold it the way that he should have sold it. And he ran that the whole time. Because even so he, after he the people stayed with the original plan. He stayed with the yeah. original plan. Not knowing is, what it looked like. Which is fine. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. Yeah, his eyes his were fault. closed and he heard Pyro. What the fuck are you going to do with that plan? Yeah. yeah. But the fact of the matter of that, after the match, uh, Moxley goes on the mic he and cuts says, that like, promo. he yeah. cut that promo where like, oh, um, Omega's a great talent, but he can't build exploding yeah, ring for, for shit. shit. Yeah. Um, but Eddie's still selling. Like, that's the funny thing. Eddie's still selling at that point. Oh. It was such a bad explosion. They, they took that off of Twitter. You can't find a lot of that stuff from that match on Twitter. It's all over Facebook, though. Ah. I recorded it. It's downstairs on my cable box. <laughs> if you really want to see. It's really bad. No, but, I mean, it's funny to see where they go from this mistake, even though now they kind of feel like they had to rewrite storylines. Because, say, if they exploded and they got really got hurt. Because, remember, Renee, they, Renee they, Young's having a baby. Yeah, yeah. but she's, she's got a... He she's was going to take some time off yeah. at that point. She's got a, 
like maybe two more months though. Yeah, I mean she's she, not. Yeah, due she, no, yet. no, no, no. She's. Well, we don't know. Maybe she's got something going on. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I mean, it's funny to see where they go, but I mean that was definitely a mistake. It was in supposed my to be a write off for Ma. Yeah. So yeah. the only thing you could do as a company is acknowledge the mistake, have fun with it, and play from there. Yeah. That's the proper way to do it, yeah. as opposed to going as if everything was according to plan, yeah. because then you just made your viewers feel stupid. Yeah. Well, what and about, we only know that WWE is the one who does that. Makes what do you do about stupid. the um, the uh, Eddie Kingston sell, though? That's the problem. You, uh, you, you got to turn into the skit You got to make it seem like he had a heart attack on top of Yeah, the, like, that's you know, it. Just say that, like, say that like, like he went deaf and his whole body like shut down. Or yeah. Something like that. yeah. You can say something like that. But I mean, I, besides. Say, don't let him on TV next week. Never. Bring him yeah. back the week after no. we and sell. Uh, we, and... we haven't seen The Fiend since Extreme Rule. And granted, oh, he was he was letting fire. But um, <laughs> see, this is funny because as much as I hate the New Day, this just role reversal for you. As far as how much you hate the program of Randy Orton and the Fiend right now, because if you it haven't watched great, Raw, it's not going anywhere. I said it to, I, I, even it's my be wife. So long and going. This even my wife said long. something yesterday. She's like, "This is still going on." Yeah. She's like, "What are they getting to?" I said, "A Mania match, which is it's going to be a crazy stipulation." I mean, you got him. You got him, Papa Shango, going with, with fake blood still again. You got last night. Yeah. Again. <laughs> you got you got you got a so... Pentagon sign. Whatever the hell it is, and you got. Ritual shit. You got him seeing an evil version of himself, which is kind of like the Firefly Funhouse with Cena, but it's being spread out over a six-week period. I feel like on Raw. What if mm. this is all a setup so that for a they Christian do, return again? For a Christian return. No, they <laughs> set up to do if you an explosive, <laughs> an explosive like match. No, I don't think they're. I don't know if they're. Gonna I don't have know. That. They keep on like teasing pyro and all. I'll this tell you. I'll stuff. tell you right now. Whatever match they do, it's going to be cinematic. Oh, definitely, yeah, it's going to be cinematic. So what, what do you? What do, did you so, think of that cinematic match on AEW? I didn't like it. Oh, that was the yeah, Sting was, one, right? Yeah, it was weird. Dude, there were spots where, like, I'm I'm certain it was not Sting. There were. It was a cinematic match Here's with the, real the ring. Oh, if you pause it right here, there's yeah. a big guy. Yeah. So basically, the way it starts is Ricky Starks walks out to a Lamborghini driven by Brian Cage, and they go to a random warehouse all of a sudden. And there's a ring and a referee in the random warehouse. You know, a couple lights are on here and there. And then you see Darby and Sting, and Sting's face paint is half him, half Darby. So it's like it's 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 kind of cool. And then there's like these random forty other people that toy are like addict. followers. Toy. Yeah, they're gonna make that a toy. There's uh there's like forty other followers that are dressed just like them too, and they go to the ring and they have a just a typical match. I mean, you know, Darby Allen took more of the stunts and stuff like that, but I mean, it, it was good. I mean, Sting used a bat to win at one point, then he did the Scorpion Death Drop and Ricky Starks because you can't pin Brian Cage, you pin the weaker Starks, which just makes sense. In role reversal, you pin Darby Allen, not Sting in that position. But I mean, it was good. It was a good street fight. I mean, a cinematic street fight. It's corny. It's kind of weird. Like when Edge yeah. and Orton had their street fight all over the Performance Center last year at Mania, I was like, okay, this is live. But, you know, Firefly Funhouse, the, the, what was the match with him and Strowman? The, the lake. It was like a lake, right? Remember Wyatt? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, uh, the, the Wyatt House. Yeah, the match. Com- Wyatt Compound or whatever. Yeah, so like those cinematic matches are fine where it's not like with a ring. This had like a ring and shit. It was kind of different, but it was okay. I didn't like the ladder match. The, oh, real quick the, though, actually, you, you mentioned Sonic? a bat, and this is something I wanted to bring up from the uh, Jericho match, which pissed me off. Um, why did Jericho hit one of the young bucks with a fucking bat 
and then uh, MGF hits the uh, Heat Seeker, and he kicked out. Yeah. Like, and that he hit, is, he, like, overkill. He hit him, overkill. like, up in the shoulder, like, above he, the peck. Dude, if you hit somebody with a bat, they're done. Yeah. Like, come on. You're making you, you're making them look really strong. That was fucking horrendous. And I really hope that they lose the belts to anybody. Pac and Phoenix. Literally at this point, anybody. But yeah. I didn't like the ladder match. Uh, it was a kind of lackluster match. <laughs> you had to grab the brass ring. Yeah. Oh, it looked man. like Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah. Ring. It was really... <laughs> and all the memes like, on Twitter had Sonic yeah. superimposed in there and yeah. knuckles, too. I, I loved the fact of who won. Uh, Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky going over. That was phenomenal. He deserves it, especially because he's been on TV for so yeah, long. Yeah, totally. Time. But that match itself was not... He's not going to be Darby Allen though. Uh, I would like it. Yeah. Darby Allen. So Darby Allen's it. having his own little thing here, and then they're doing a number one contenders thing I with feel, that. There, what I the feel like they're that? gonna take it from Darby just so that they continue this whole Sting and Darby thing. Uh, and then, then what was the point of giving him that if he never really? Yeah, to make him look any... strong against Cody Rhodes. Well, they gave it to him because you know, you, you, when, oh, when well, Brody no, passed, no, I, I they get couldn't that. continue I get that. the feud yeah. with Cody. So, no, I get that, but you know, that's that's why Darby ended up getting it. You know, granted he won it from Cody, but still it was just, yeah. you know. Well, this is, someone this is funny with. for you because last week you said that Cody puts himself over or something like that. So, so he gets this injury, right? And oh, yeah. he, <laughs> he gets this injury in his shoulder or something. I think Pentagon hurt him. Oh no, they did um like a somersault, a sunset flip, no pun intended, into a power bomb onto the ladder. Mm. Ladder didn't mm. break. And then he gets back in the ring, selling injury. He goes up the ramp, and Arn Anderson, and like he's standing. They're in the, literally standing. He's in the standing in the entrance way. He's like, "I'm going back to this match." So I'm like, dumb. "Come on, yeah, come Dude, on." Dude, he stood there for ten minutes getting work done. It was really dumb. It was really bad. Yeah. Like, go in the back and then come back yeah, out. Like, do you remember Rick? When, you don't need to be shown. Do you remember like, WrestleMania 22 when RVD won the Money in the Bank? Ric Flair took a crazy ass um, off the top of a ladder in Money in the Bank match, a suplex. And landed on his back, and like he went in the back because he hurt himself and came back out. That's fine. Yeah, but I mean to Dude, stand in the entrance the ramp. Yeah, they did at the rumble. To stand in the fucking entrance yeah. ramp and say yeah. I'm fine and go back. Come yeah, on. no, that was especially for this, how long it went. Give me this horse shit. Yeah, like come on. For how long it went, it was stupid. Just the, the, the tag is team, the tag team uh, battle royal that they did was pretty cool. It was a good the idea. Royal rumble was fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was actually really fun. It was a good match. Uh, horrible botch from. There was so many. Oh god, from Evil Uno. There was as much of, as I love Evil Uno, there was a that lot was of botches. Botchamania on YouTube. Going to go. There was a lot of botches that whole pay per view yeah. in general. Yeah, a lot of botches. Yeah. But, but I mean, the finish of that was great with. Um, Ray Phoenix and um, when he went through the ropes over the guardi- over oh, the guard, well, I'm, I'm was just that the battle for, royal like, you guys yeah. are talking about? Yeah, I'm just happy for who won. Like, yeah. uh, like they're a good tag. Ray team. Phoenix is really good. Ray Phoenix is ridiculous, and I'm not into the flippy shit, but he is. He can go on any level, though. Like, he yeah, but a go. lot of guys that do the flippy shit, like again, Ricochet. I like Ricochet a lot. I he think he's a great wrestler. He can only do flippy shit. He That's can't do anything true. besides that. That's not true. Tell me one move that he does oh, that actually looks this is good. It looks good. <laughs> he does a lot of good moves. He's got him. He, he sells got, very he has well him against the ropes, guys. He what has to do? He, he sells. He doesn't sell. Out. He's he sells great. Though. If he doesn't sell, he's useless. Oh, it's a punch to the gut right there. It's Tom, true. How you get to come back at that one hey, for Ray, a guy Ray, of that size? If you can't sell, you're completely worthless in wrestling. Yeah, but Ray, pounding Ray, him. Ray, can you stop? <laughs> I mean, I like Ricochet a lot. I know he's not going to get his time, but I mean. 
Ray Phoenix is very Ray Phoenix shouldn't be in a tag team. Ray Phoenix should be competing for a TNT title or maybe down the road. Go, well, he did go against him, um, Omega, I thought. Where he went, he did have a shot at the title. He had, he had a match with Omega in a tournament. Yeah, he did. Which was a great match. Yeah, because Ray Phoenix is amazing. So I mean, I think Omega is going to be champion for a little bit. I mean, yeah, he has to be. You put him in a stable. He has I to be. I enjoyed Shaq. I'll tell you that right now. Shaq was Shaq really entertaining. Was very entertaining. Yeah, he did a power bomb. He and sold did to the you crowd. See the uh, mm-hmm. the, the tribute to Brody. Tribute. That yeah. was beautiful. Yeah, and he went through two tables. That table spot was out of Via control. Cody Rhodes. Why is he in the center? Why is why does Cody Rhodes have to enter through the middle of the two ramps? One see, one designates the heel, one designates the face. Then there's the thing in the middle that looks like gates, right? In the AEW dynamite entrance. And Cody Rhodes is the only one that comes through that area. Because he's the one. So you mean to tell me that he's, he's not good enough? H of this. See, I'm venting about Cody Rhodes right now because I'm liking this. This is like my Cody Rhodes hate talk, but why are you better than Everybody else, with the exception of Moxley, because he comes to the crowd, that you have to enter the center of the stage where nobody else does it except you. Let, let me Nothing. ask you: Have you ever created a wrestling company? Ah, no, I haven't. But I, I would mean, do the exact same yeah. thing. Let's be honest. You put yourself over all the time. You got to. And, the, and then the Young Bucks should do it too. I'm, and and Kenny not, Omega should do it too. Then fuck the Young Bucks. They well, but I'm they not have, saying there's not a place for it. Like, yeah, you put yourself over everyone. You know, you, yeah, you yeah. deserve it every once in a while, but not like forever. Remember, he he lost, so he can't challenge for the championship again. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. Give me six months when we're having this conversation. Yeah. Okay, he's yeah. back in the And it's funny because when you when you look at him and this, like, when this name pops up on the bottom of the screen when he's walking down the entrance, it has a little number saying that he's, like, the number three ranked guy in their oh. rankings. Why rank the fucking guy if he yeah. can't be a champion? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a little stupid. So, you're, we're just eliminating the whole point. Yeah, you wanted to sell the match with with uh, when he lost to Jericho, when they had that grudge, and that was the MJF hint, uh, heel turn, infamously. But you know, I mean, AEW, it's kind of interesting now. You, you know, you bring all these guys over from WWE, or you bring new guys like Ethan Page, and we'll see what happens with Christian. Yeah, Ethan that's Page, Hangman Page. Yeah, yeah, Ethan and, Page. Yeah, yeah. and the, the Cage and Cage. You got Cage and Cage and Page and, and Page. Page. Yeah, it's but it should be managed by Page. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, and. Um, yeah, but I mean, whatever. That, that's AEW for you. <laughs> whatever, whatever. That that the whole signing was so lackluster, man. It was. Just, they really was. got you guys hook, line, and sinker like that. that they got everybody. They got, they got everybody. everybody. That's foul, though. That's real. They fucking did it foul. very smart. They announced who it was. Yeah, they, they announced. And they gave they, a countdown. And it was Christian Cage. They However, announced Christian, it was smart. Sorry. It was great. I can't like, say you know, Christian Cage. Like, Christian. So many people spent fifty bucks. Diddly so poo, many Christian spent fifty bucks for to watch that, that pay per view. I, I, I told it. you guys Just in the group the chat, it was like a Tyson yeah. fight. Yeah, it was for the announcement, and then what walked out? Fucking Christian. <laughs> like, <laughs> there were so many other people it could have been that would have been so much. Like, who Who so did you bad. really think it was going to be? Oh, it was I, CM Punk the whole time. I thought Christian was a possibility. Well, I, listen, I thought Christian was a possibility too, but Hall I thought that he of had the... fame worthy. See, that's why I which didn't means think he that was somebody important. who wasn't in the Hall of Fame yet. Mm-hmm. So if it was Could somebody in the Hall Punk. of Fame, CM Punk, they Rob Van Dam. I thought it was Rob. Somebody Van Dam. said Nick Aldis would have been pretty good from NWA. Not that big, but I mean, would have a good been, signing. Would have been a great signing, but it wouldn't have been that. No, big. no. I mean, when I think big signings, I don't think of a guy that wrote the well, coattails. Ethan Page debuted as the sixth guy in that yeah. match. The I was wondering match, if right? that yeah, was and, a signing. And, and so did Matt, like, Matt Seidel debuted at uh oh, at hey. one of the last uh, 
pay-per-views. I think it was double or nothing. And then besides a horrible botch, he got eliminated oh, in the tag team right. tournament yeah, yeah, in yeah. two yeah. minutes. So, I mean, yeah, horrible. Botch. Yeah. So, I mean, like it, it doesn't really matter who debuts. I just think that the way that they do it, I mean, they, they wanted to make it special for Christian because maybe they're going to view him as a top guy in the company soon. Oh, my God. Top but guy I'm just saying, you never know. He went. He, he won the NWA title. He went to Impact. He won the title. He won the title in WWE. Maybe they see him as a top guy. All we are saying is give peace a chance. Yeah. All I can do is laugh at it. Yeah, maybe they see him as a top guy. This guy's a top guy. Seriously. You never know. Honestly. Well, then again, Coco Beware's in all of them. So is Hillbilly Jim. You know what I mean? Like, all these guys are Did you see the other meme that said, oh, Randy, don't. Don't keep doing it. And it yeah, was like, right. all three people who made the jump to AEW mm-hmm. are now over there because of Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and then Kurt Angle through the swerve. Obviously, that was because of his podcast. And so did that Pat McAfee, been... apparently. I like Pat McAfee. I, I thought, do, too. I thought Pat McAfee was good in the ring. I mean, I'm not going to, yeah. you know. He's doing fucking senton bombs off the top. You know what I mean? He's yeah. crushing it. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's the funny thing is, um, you know, we talk about Shaq, you know, doing his thing, which was great. But Pat McAfee's been killing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Pat McAfee absolutely I mean, not it. everybody's as good as Lawrence Taylor was. That had to hurt you. I'm not a Giant fan. No, you're but I am a Bam, 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 Bam Bigelow fan. fan, yeah. So, I, I was a kid. I didn't know anything yeah. different, you know? That's true. I was true. just like, whatever. I was just entertained, you know? Mm-hmm. I was very sports entertained at that yeah. point in my life. I'll and, tell you right now, what's not being sports entertained is the SmackDown from this past week was basically the SmackDown the week before. Yeah. Yeah. What what's the last that? two shows haven't been, you know It's been the same thing. SmackDown quality. Well, Why? It was the exact same thing too from the week before. Why is SmackDown having rematches from the week after? You had the Profits against Zane and Corbin, then you had the yeah. next week you had Montez Ford against Baron Corbin. Right. And, and then uh, Dawkins yeah. versus uh, Dawkins Zane. versus Zane. So that took like the first fucking hour. And they split it, of course. Yeah. And then Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan had that promo and like the cage match with, with J.U. So it was good. I mean, everybody knew that it was going to be Bryan versus Zane. Yeah. yeah. I guess it, was if everybody over. knew, I guess it was just how you get there. Yeah. You know, sometimes you can know the result, but it's how you get there is which in, what's intriguing a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I thought that was the only highlight of the show. That was the only reason to watch the show. Um, I don't know what's going on with uh, Sasha Banks and Reginald and all that shit. That's no, no. Reginald is going to be. Well, he came he was out on with. Raw last yeah, he night. came out with uh, Blazer and. Uh, yeah. Uh, how much? How much fucking time is this guy getting? Well, big, hey, I mean, big chicks what? need love too, but they gotta pay. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> but they gotta pay. Yeah, yeah but I mean, the, it's funny because Reginald's on all these shows, and you haven't seen Carmella in weeks. Carmella was just on last Friday. Well, she had a pro- she she had a wrestle. Like a thirty second. Oh yeah, 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 with her wearing like a bikini top. Not that there's anything wrong oh, with that. Man. But I mean, um, it's it's funny how right now the WWE is kind of recycling matches in the same characters week to week. Well, remember. What time of the year we're in? It's oh, WrestleMania, yeah. it's WrestleMania season, time. so you can't afford to have yeah. people who are going to affect the outcome for WrestleMania to get hurt in any way and, or do something so yeah. uh, outrageous. And wrestlers are getting affected. I mean, I know I was reading something, and did you watch Raw Talk? I was going to say, did you see that Peyton Royce? Yeah, promo? I have it right here. It was, was hardcore. Gonna, I was I want to read something that that Peyton Royce said. She says, "I am going to set one thing straight once and for all because I have been quiet." But closed mouths don't get paid. I'm not here hiding my talents. In fact, my talent are hidden behind the opinions of others. Why not just let me go? Let me go and see what happens. So 
you have one wrestler right there who now these wrestlers look at the Miz and look at Daniel Bryan and look at Big E and look at Paul Heyman. All these guys use Raw Talk and what's the Talking Smack as a platform to get themselves over. So this is just another example of another talent being underutilized the right way, especially during the fact that the Raw women's title, again, is very stagnant, almost flatlining, dead in the water. Yeah, it has been ever since Becky left, <clears throat> excuse me, almost a year ago. Um, Asuka's been the only person, the, the the shining light there. And even so, they haven't really been doing much with her. And then even at that, they put Lacey Evans in a stupid angle with Ric Flair. Because Lacey was supposed to win. She yeah. was. Yeah. She was, and then she got pregnant, so yeah. they got to throw... Which, you know, all the power to her. That's great. Oh, oh good of course. For you. Yeah, it's yeah. good for you. But, you Life know, happens, yeah. Yeah. But at the same point, it's like Peyton Royce is going over doing all this kind of stuff. Is she the talent to even, like, do something like this? Not to be a dick, but... Vince McMahon I mean, liked her, apparently. I mean, that that's why they split up the Iconics, apparently, way yeah, back well, when. It's funny, because Billy yeah, Kay is getting more attention. She put is. put her in a tag team. Yeah, with Lacey Evans. Lacey, yeah. So <laughs> stupid. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. Is she the one? I don't know, but somebody's got somebody's to gotta step up. That's why you have to appreciate yeah. her. I mean, I, There's I plenty of other women it, back there. I mean, I mean, you have Naomi, who has no business being in a thing with Lana. She should be the one to step up and say something. Yeah. Which I she may or may not have in, in, on like social media. She might not, not just give a I'm shit. Not sure. Lana sucks too. I mean, Lana is not a good worker whatsoever. She's looks and that's it. Like she is horrible. But she's trying. No, she's not. You like, don't think so? I mean, no, no. But I mean, you like, have you have somebody like a Peyton Royce that can wrestle circles around Lana. Peyton in my opinion. is yeah. She could definitely wrestle around like Lana, but I don't know if she she can't fucking wrestle around Charlotte. Is no, she championship she worthy? Like, she would be completely exposed to going against somebody like that. But just getting her well, name out Char- for see, a match, it's hard because we're talking about Charlotte. Charlotte Char- Charlotte's like on ridiculous. a whole other tier. But, on her but the own. problem is, you got and Charlotte. that's the problem. The the, te- the yeah, and that's why I really do. There's think no this middle is, of the road. It's I either really you're think, absolutely phenomenal or hot garbage. And I think the buffer here. Yeah. Is Rhea Ripley who has yet to debut? And but I think this she is will all still be top tier because she's phenomenal. I think she, I think I think she's going to come at the day after her fast lane. Yeah, to she, set up a couple. Of them. Yeah, she has fair. to. Yeah, that's fair. She or has at to. fast lane. Yeah, yeah, she could. And she could like something. roll up like in a match. You mm-hmm. know, like just just, just make a killer debut. Just, like, just show up. All you yeah. got to do is just show up. Show up and point and take that's it. That's it. You don't have to do my a good wrestler. Um, can just show up, make a, a a facial expression, and just be ominous. And maybe and shoot shook a look, up the opportunity to go to it. WrestleMania. I mean, look at WrestleMania the card. I mean, the card's going to be Oscar against probably Charlotte Flair. I mean, the only issue I have with that is that if it becomes <sighs> Charlotte and um, Rhea, mm-hmm. we're running back another. Thing from last year, yeah, and then we're talking about this Drew McIntyre thing. Who knows but, what where that's going? And I want to get to that before we end up getting to other parts of the episode. But do we have to rehash things? We already started by going back to Tampa. That's one. Um, we have this possible Drew McIntyre going over in front of a live crowd just because that's what they wanted last year. That's another redo. And a third thing could be possibly Charlotte and Rhea. I don't know, but. It seems like maybe that's where they could go. They're doing Why? all of this reboot 
for the simple fact that there were no fans last year. I, Absolutely. And they love those angles. They wanted to do those angles. They wanted to put... So you the, wasted a whole year the, of people's talent we and everything in We wasted an between. entire year of our lives being stuck in our houses. I think that is know, a, like that's the I think thing. that is an insult on all the f- hardcore fans intelligence. I, I completely because, but agree. But I do know that we're not the target audience yeah. because we're going to tune in no matter what. Yeah. Exactly. It's the new people and they didn't see it. We've had yeah. this talk all the time. We've we always do. said and we always like, know what the answer at, is, but we always still get pissed off as, as and we much, keep tuning in. As much as I hate the new day, as much as you hate Cody, as much as you fucking despise Christian, we are three hardcore wrestling fans that talk about wrestling for an hour and a half to two hours a week, not granted the dozens of messages that we talk about on the side because we care about this sport so much. Yeah. We have a fucking wrestler in that we record I with. dedicated a decade yeah. of my life to You know to what I mean? Like so being in the ring. As much as it sucks, and I'm about to say this because I'm a wrestling fan, as much as it sucks that they want to put Drew... They want to have Drew hold the belt at Mania with the pyrotechnics going off. Right now, if but, you look at that decision, it's the complete the opposite decision of what you're supposed to do. He will get Roman Reigns heat. You know what I mean? Like, Bobby Lashley like, is on another level that we haven't seen in a very long time. Absolutely, and he Mac. It's gonna be McIntyre heat, like you just said, Alex, at Mania. It's gonna be a. It's a, gonna be a John Cena title. Yeah, win yeah, yeah. If he goes yeah. over on Lashley. And yeah. you're because the people that are spending money to go to WrestleMania, they want to see Lashley are fucking die hard. hard people. Yeah. They yep. don't care about their lives. You man. have <laughs> less. You have less new younger fans going yes. this year than you ever than had you before. Ever will is Granted, the green shirt guy going to be there? Probably. No. Granted, because of the Hate situation in the world, but get that. But to your point, Jeff. Yes, this WrestleMania will be the one where the it's the most smarkiest smart yes. WrestleMania oh, of all yeah. time. Every little oh, thing yeah. is going to be dissected from the way you walk down the ramp yep. to the fact that they use the fucking Buccaneer ship yep. or yeah. the fact of what pyro is going off. So you're going to Every... piss people off on two separate yeah. nights. You're going to have Roman go over. Which he should. Which he should. Yes. And then possibly if we if we get Drew and Lashley, you're going to have Drew which he go shouldn't. over. Which, which he, he shouldn't. shouldn't. Right. Yes. So that that's oh, why have the guy go over right there. so big? Why have the guy go over on a, on Lashley where he can't even fin? You write him to not finish a match against Sheamus. Let me tell you something. I want to see that at WrestleMania. Point. Tell that me how. Tell me right how that makes sense. Yeah. How do you, you look strong and you called him out earlier? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you that's bad booking. You go horrible. You combine you, bad booking by creative. Let right? me tell you, shame, shitty booking by creative. Sheamus sold that really well, by the way. He did, but oh, like, he did because that looked like it hurt. Yeah, it always looks like it hurt. You can't have him in that Sheamus situation. He get all right. He gets jumped by Sheamus. He's in a match with Sheamus. He gets the shit beat out of him by Sheamus, and he can't finish the match against Sheamus. And now the fact that fucking Tom Phillips, who I really like a lot. They keep saying that he is the presumed yes. number one contender. Yes. There's not written in stone. No. You sell the fast lane by having that number one contender match. Yeah. But it just drives me nuts the fact that you're showing Drew so much strength where he can't even finish a match on Raw. Mm-hmm. Not, so I mean, it's not Drew's fault. Go? It's the story. Right. It's the storytelling. But I mean, right. obviously, everybody knows that Drew is the Scottish. 
He should still be called psychopath. the Scottish psychopath, but it's a Scottish warrior. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. But, and you have Seamus as a Celtic warrior, so yeah, it's kind of But you yeah. got Bobby Lashley, who's performing the best job he's ever done. He's finally getting the fancy or fucking entrances. Or they can entrances. just reform the League of Nations and yeah. just go from there. But that's the point. And he's being helped by MVP, who's doing a tremendous job. And to have him go... To have Drew go over and Bobby, as much as it seems cool for the traditional wrestling fan, the fact that you move from the network to Peacock, and the fact that a lot of people say that Drew's the MVP to the COVID era, and we have different arguments on that, it's just not best for business. No. And I'll use that term from the authority because <laughs> it's 100% true. They just don't want to see a black man succeed in this society. It's not even that. I'm just joking. No, that's that's not that's nothing to do with it. Vince I mean, I, there's a little bit of partial truth to that. Vince McMahon as a but that's beside the point. Yeah, on, I mean Vince. Yeah, Vince McMahon. That's that's a whole other story. Uh, but unless I mean, we get Durag Vince back. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. All of this is leading to is Durag. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's saying it's, it for months yeah, now. It's kind of bullshit because I mean you had the Rock, you had Kofi, now you had Bobby. But I mean, you know that that's another story for another day. But um, to propel Lashley farther into his Dominance. Dominance of a, being a, a tremendous error of the so almighty. Hard the almighty error has yeah. begun. Yeah. They Isn't push him they so hard to be so vicious as like the top tier monster. He's gonna get he's gonna look like a puppy dog. Yeah. We always say the squash but matches. But you can't do that for one month. No. And no. leave it at that. That's no. the problem. No. If he was champion in June. Let me let me tell it you. It was yeah. a different ball. Game. Here's where I would love to be swerved by all this. We think it's going to presumably be Drew. We figure that's the writing on the wall. And Lashley kills him. Slaughter. Well, well, yeah, that would be great. And then just magically, we we just get a Brock return, and then we get Brock and Bobby for yeah. what we've wanted for a very long time, and including uh, Lashley himself has said it on many. Well, occasions. apparently, apparently Brock's. Merchandise is off the WWE shop. It's been off for yeah. a while. Yeah, it, it's been coming. If you've paid attention to like the website for months or years, every time there's always some sort of like contractual stuff. They always pull people's stuff, then it goes right back on. Yeah. But anyway, that's a draw. That's a main event worthy yeah. match. Yeah. Um, Brock and and Bobby because. Yeah. Bobby, uh, Brock is the only one who can match Drew's intensity, even though he hasn't been on the show in a whole calendar year. Yeah. You know, and that would be awesome. That was That's how you put butts in seats, but personally. Dude, like, Drew at this point can't match Bobby Lashley. Did, you see, during yeah. the, did yeah. you see during the promo that Drew said, I beat Brock Lesnar? Yeah, he said that. He dropped. They he said his name. I mean, listen, I I can dream, but tell me that, if that Lesner, won't move you. If, if Lesnar comes back, it's not with Heyman, obviously. No, 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 no. no. Or could it be? I mean, it'd be cool. I would love to see. Well, Heyman that's the old school. That, yeah, that's the old school manager thing. Yeah. You know, dude, Paul Heyman on Raw and on SmackDown. Come on, man. The reason why he was and then, event, and then the eventually those two paths have to cross again. Yeah. Um, which is that there's more money to be printed now that dude, if you want to put. Butt. If you want to put Bobby Lashley against Roman Reigns, I'm fucking watching that. He beat him. He beat him at a pay-per-view. He beat him at a payback three, two years ago. Bobby Lashley beat Roman clean. Yeah. With a spear. Yeah. I think right now nobody can beat Bobby Lashley. You want Bobby Lashley to be like the, the, the raw version of Roman Reigns? Yeah. Sure. Where Roman Reigns takes up 30, 40% of your show. The fact that you have him fucking come down sitting on a chair and you focus so much on the 
pyro him? and yeah. the fucking, you know, the technical camera work with him sitting in a chair watching his cousin lose to Daniel Bryan, even though everyone knows that Daniel Bryan's going to get squashed by Roman Reigns. You put that much attention on the guy, you bring that back to Raw. But the problem is they're spinning that by putting that attention back on Drew because they're telling the story of him overcoming the fact that he never really lost the title the way he wanted to, so he should get his rematch. Fuck that shit. The way there's you no rematches that, anymore. There's remember, no rematch anymore. There's no rematch. You booked that. that. You booked that the way that, like, in Plus, my opinion. Technically, well, yeah. I mean, you you have the fatal four way to for the number one contender, and you yeah. got to put Sheamus in that. You got to put Drew in it, and then maybe you throw Randy and you throw maybe a returning Keith Lee, who's some who's somewhere around the world. I don't know. I, nobody no knows. I don't know. I don't. At. There's no nothing on any but, dirt sheet about but him. Just so. to just to spin the fact of Vince McMahon wanting to put it on Drew for that's for best for business. They may not be the best thing. Remember the mania that you went at i was a fan you're a fan you're fucking sitting there everybody thought that brock was going to lose because he was going to leave the contract go back to ufc what happens he wins the next day he's announced that he's signed a long-term deal with wwe yeah so the fact that they can still swerve is there but the fact that they cannot swerve is also a distraction to a wrestling fan you know what i mean yeah definitely so like wherever wherever they go with this it may be either completely 100% the right way or it's going to be 100% the wrong way. It's just irritating to me because, like I've been saying with Bobby Lashley, it's like the guy is so damn good. He's so incredibly talented. He's like chiseled. Beyond chiseled. Yeah. And like when I he's posted that thing. He's great shape. Not like I Brian that Cage. Thing, that's bad. No, he's steroid huge and ridiculous. But um, the thing that I said about Bobby, about how he can put in any generation and any era and he could dominate. I talked about that and people went nuts about that. Like, they did. They were all telling me. Yeah. Like, I had people texting me telling me they completely agreed. Thank you for listening to our, our latest episode, by the way. Yes, it's one yes, of our uh, most highly touted downloaded episodes. And uh, I want to give a special shout out because uh, I was supposed to do it the first couple minutes and I got sidetracked. But um, I, w- I, was, I was getting my car fixed actually last week. And uh, Chris Rubin, his name is. Uh, I met Chris through my my brother-in-law, Steve uh, Natalowitz. He's a good friend of uh, Steve's. And I met him, you know, leading into, you know, me and Steve being brother-in-laws. And he messaged me. He's like, dude, I love the podcast. You know, I love you so much. He's like, you know, I'm going to give you guys some money to, you know, get get you, uh, you know, started with some stuff. And I'm like, dude, you don't have to do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a really crazy thing to do. And I never really thought about, I thought he was joking around, but he actually sent um, us money on Venmo. And um, I really appreciate that. Not just myself, Alex and, and Jeff do, too. Definitely. Thank and, you. Um, you know, he said he, he listened to our podcast. I think it was the Satchel episode from two weeks ago. He loved it. It brought back some memories. Um, he's like, how can I donate money to your podcast? But before I, I talk about, you know, the whole donation and stuff and, you know, what's that about? The fact that this podcast and bring back memories, that's what that's what we try to do. Yeah, that's what we're It's all a nostalgic about. podcast. And, um, you know, I, we, re- we really appreciate uh, you doing that, Chris. And, uh, you know, I'm going to give a shout out to, to Chris Rubin and uh, his business. Him and his dad run Rubin Waste Company uh, based out of Howell, 40 year business. Uh, it's a family owned business. If you need any uh, waste management uh, stuff going on, contact uh, Rubin Waste Management on Facebook. 
And if you have any questions about that, you can um, you know message me directly. But uh, the fact that he went out of his way and donated money to us that we are going to um, use for future projects is really much appreciated. So thank you, Chris. Yes, thank you very much, Chris. Thanks, Chris. And, and to go back into waste management, um, Bobby Lashley did some waste management on getting Miz and the money in a bank added away. So that oh, yeah. was a nice <laughs> So now the, that garbage out angle. the match of the ages where we finally got Bad Bunny and Damian Priest are going to go. <laughs> can happen. Gonna come, finally the, can the, happen. The mega powers are going to once collide again, and it's going to be Priest and Bunny against uh, Morrison and Miz. That's that's probably going to be planted Jeez. very soon. Definitely. Which is perfectly fine. Definitely. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But still, it's just like like what I was saying before is just, you know, Bobby Lashley can't lose the belt in one month after being how like much of a monster that he is with the company. It would just kill him. It would kill so much momentum. It would kill the hurt business. It would kill the hurt business. It would really do a lot of like damage and Edge more just, than it would do and good. Edge was just on saying that he's putting MVP over. He's like MVP is literally the MVP of what's going yeah, on right absolutely. now. Absolutely. He he's said selling this the hell business out of it. is better because of MVP. Yeah, it is. Totally. It totally is. So we'll see what happens with that. But I mean I mean you'll hear a lot from us le- the weeks leading into WrestleMania and you're gonna slowly see in my opinion, the Drew story, the Drew McIntyre sympathy story, starting to become a snowball effect, rolling into a snowball. Now, I like Drew McIntyre. I don't see sympathy for a guy that big. I I kind of I think I think they're going to portray him as the underdog. Yeah, I, I get that, but it's still it's just hard to believe. Like that's that's how that's, how, me, that's how they book. Yeah, that's, that, that's the I know booking. that's how they book. But I it's mean, like... the the sympathy story was Kofi Kingston and kind of like Bobby Lashley. You know, seventeen years never been a champion. So I mean, yeah, uh, Lashley's forty four years old. He yeah, he's one. He of looks like he's twenty five. I think he was the top five. Top five oldest, oldest correct? Uh, heavyweight and he's champions. number five. Yeah, Vinnie Mac he, was number one. Of course, he, he looks like he's twenty five. And he's Bla- bu- he's black. Built, don't he, crack, baby. He's... That's the name of the episode. Black, don't crack. I love it. Um, that dude is out of control. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely one of the biggest champions of all time. And like when we say big guys, right? We I want we we're gonna talk about right. We talking about big. over three hundo. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some of the greatest and not so greatest big guys of all time. <laughs> and I mean, the beginning, the first twenty seconds of our of our episode was dedicated to the great Yokozuna. Who was over five hundred pounds as over a world champion? Over six. I mean, but when he was in fighting shape, yeah, five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred pounds. Like he, he it depends gained, on what he gained thirty pounds a week. You know, you know, with the rice he was eating. That was and that mayonnaise, was so, dude. Mayonnaise. No, but Love like mayo. But I mean, he didn't chicken see chicken ma- and mayonnaise. Chicken and mayonnaise. You didn't see they that got kicked on out TV. of it all. You had to listen to Bruce Pritchard's podcast on yeah. Yokozuna. Yeah. They got kicked out when they were filming that that scene. They got kicked out of there. Yeah. Yeah, because like, he just kept eating. They were like, all the well, "What the hell but we the, got left?" But the fact that when he came to the ring, like on superstars and whatever, like he first heard of his character, he would be eating rice in the corner, and I thought yeah. that was so cool. And I was like, <laughs> "What is this guy doing?" I was like seven years old. I'm like, "What? Why is he eating rice?" Yeah, you know, he's a huge guy. But I mean, if you look at him in the ring, you would kind of forget that he was that much that he weighed that much. He was agile. He, he didn't wrestle like it. He didn't wrestle no, like he did not. No, they, in they, the beginning they, of his career, after the first like two years. He did not wrestle like he was So many wrestlers are on record, from Undertaker to Bret Hart to all these guys that's wrestled Yokozuna saying that for him being over 500 pounds, he moved like a cat. Yeah. Yeah. And he did have one of the most underrated dominant runs in WWF. Yeah, in such a short period of time. He did. 
and I, I understand the shit was was garbage, but that's now, beside the point. Yeah, that's the thing with Brett. Yeah, <laughs> how much time? But it's still him going over on Hogan was he, great. He yeah, after the yeah. fact. But yeah. the yeah, fact that still, Hogan had to come in pre-deflated that's him being a cocksucker and yeah and you know the fact that he admitted it, it was a nice thing that's yeah fine but it doesn't negate the past it you doesn't know? you're it's right yeah. just, history just like you can change long division like you said before you can't change history <laughs> yeah right you can't change the fact that the hulk hogan came in the hulk hogan you saw uh, the iron cheek racing balls motherfucker. yeah jabroni <laughs> Um, the fact that you had Hulk Hogan come in at the end of WrestleMania 9, which is undoubtedly the worst WrestleMania of all time, and beat Yoko in 30 seconds. And Brett couldn't slap on the sharpshooter. Yeah, yeah he was either. Struggling with and that. Then, yeah. And then I just want to throw this bad guy, Giant Gonzalez, throw him into the ring right now. The fact that <laughs> Since he you is, mentioned WrestleMania 9, yeah, he, he is ha- hands down one of the worst. worst giant big men of all time. Just watch WrestleMania Nine, Undertaker and Giant Gonzalez. It's one of the worst matches of all time. Bodysuit. He, <laughs> the bodysuit was hilarious. Yeah, dude. horrible. The giant bush. and the mutton. He had like the mutton chop. Yeah, or he did. Whatever going I remember on. when he debuted I mean, at that year's Royal Rumble. Did you ever see him in WCW when he would dance? El Gigante. He would dance like it was. Ooh. You know, did you ever bad. see the the ESPN commercial of George Murison dancing? Yeah, dude. He's seven seven. That yeah. that that's what I think of. But wow. um, remember you know, my giant? Yeah, my yeah. giant. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I wanted to lead the giant talk off of Yokozuna just because he undoubtedly is a very underrated big man. Definitely. And um, yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm kicking it off with with Yoko. Yeah. Deserves to be there. It's a shame that he couldn't control his. His uh, demons outside of the ring to the point where it's he could have had a longer career. Um, but it's a problem, but what you know, can you do? it is what it is. I mean, the, just watch a documentary and you see what kind of person he was outside the yeah. ring. Yeah. Yeah. Him, him and his cousins, you know, from he Roman to Rikishi, he was mm-hmm. the number one guy. He was a true head, and of the he table. was. If you watch that documentary, the icons, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was sending money back left and right. Yes. And yeah. for the hundredth time, he's not Japanese. He's Samoan. He's Samoan. Yeah. So, so you have Yokozuna. I want to bring up, which obviously is going to be my pick, Bam Bam Bigelow. Okay. So to me, Bam Bam Bigelow is everything that a big man should be. He was absolutely intimidating to look at. You know, the guy was like six foot three, three hundred ninety five pounds, had fucking flames tattooed on his head. His gear was black with flames all over it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he walked in a door, and you immediately were like. What's this guy's story? Yeah. You know, he immediately caught your attention from Asbury Park, you know, everything like that. He's just a bad motherfucker. And that's exactly <laughs> what the definition of being the big man in wrestling, especially at that time, should be. Right. And there weren't, like, there were people like him. What about like King Kong size. Bundy? There's Bundy another guy. Cool. Another Jersey guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you got you to gotta throw King Kong Bundy in the ring, too. Factory with that. Guy. I, I was, yeah, so that's where I was getting You at. got me, yeah. King Kong Bundy, and Bam Bam. Wow. <laughs> you, wow, you put yourself over there, <laughs> Cody. <laughs> I am the Cody his, Rhodes cut, of this show. Right? Cut his mic, please. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, Bam Bam, again, another guy in the ring, did not wrestle like his size. He, hey, moons, he did. Moons don't get me wrong. Man. He was moonsaulting off the top rope. His moonsault, the flying headbutts that he would do, the jumping splash totally he would do. Dangerous. The dude came out of the curtain and did a cartwheel. Yeah. 
<laughs> and what he was, mere 400 pound guy could pull off a cartwheel? And he was being led down the ring by Oliver Humperdinck. Oliver <laughs> to saxophone music and everything, too. Like, like the music. A, and ju- like, a jazzed up Captain <laughs> Lou Albano, basically. Yeah. 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 That was always a weird combo. I never understood that. But once they changed his music to just that bam, bam, yeah. like that was cool. You know? He's like, definitely he just, one of the guys that should have held the belt should have held the belt mm-hmm. 100 intercontinental should have held the belt doesn't yeah. matter what belt it was i'm glad in ecw he did mm-hmm. like in wcw he, he did too it. he had great great matches in ecw also. he did him and taz had a couple great matches him and, i mean they went through the ring they went mm-hmm. through the uh entrance ramp i mean those matches that ring spot was planned brutal. right yeah yeah because i kind of caved in yeah. at the at the spot where the you and know. you see they worked like around it but yeah like, shit dude that was so you watch that? I still watch it today and was like, holy shit, yeah, that's awesome. I've seen that, yeah. That was a great, great spot. The, 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 thing that, the thing with Bam Bam that I really like is the fact that he can go with any kind of wrestler. Absolutely. Like His matches with Bret Hart. At the 1993 King of the Ring. King of the Ring. Yeah. It's one of the best matches I've ever seen. Yeah. Or 93? 93, yeah. Ring. yeah. Yeah. 93. Yeah, that was literally two months after WrestleMania 9. Yeah. Um, so he goes from wrestling LT to Bret Hart. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that was probably a thank you. Yeah, yeah it was. Like, we owe you one. Well, they should have thanked him by giving it to him. Oh, know? yeah, that too. But still, that match was Hey, phenomenal. one step at a time, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, but yeah, like, he, he went with all different kinds, sizes of wrestlers because he, he could have keep he kept up with them. Right. I mean, yeah, Yokozuna went against those guys too, but Yokozuna squashed 99% yeah. of the guys except yeah. Bret Hart. Yeah. So, I mean, right. I mean, but I think Bam Bam was kind of ahead of his time. You you kind of oh, yeah, put yeah. him in the same category as somebody like Vader. Uh, yeah. Vader. Stole, yeah, you stole my thunder. That's where I was going. Oh, no. Okay. No, 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 I'm just saying. I'm just going to say. No, you're right. Go ahead. I'm just going to say Vader because of his moveset. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Vader is another. All the big guys, with the exception of maybe one or two, had no business being as athletic as they were yeah. and carrying matches like they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For a very long That's time, That's what's too. made them yeah. special in, in wrestling lore. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, they were just bigger than big, mm-hmm. and I mean that. That's like, the larger than life thing, yeah. and that's what wrestling should be. And, yeah. and to steal Jr., they're all tougher than a two dollar steak. Yo, <laughs> they definitely <laughs> were. Is that an the three steak? that we just mentioned, dollar, absolutely. absolutely. Throw Haku in there, and you got a barroom brawl. You know what I mean? Haku's Those like are the real. Man shoot. To ever yeah. walk the face of the earth? <laughs> yeah, that, that's like a shoot. AKA yeah. King Tonga. A.K.A. Meng. It doesn't matter what you call him. Haku. Ming. He literally scoops somebody's eyeball out with his thumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, got a bar fight, scooped the guy's freaking eyeball out with his thumb. It's probably because he, he didn't pay him. Someone pissed him off. Don't piss off Haku. You <laughs> yeah. should have known. Well, yeah. they know that. Everybody knows that. Yeah. No, Vader, Vader was another. You don't tug on another... Superman's cape. <laughs> yeah. You don't, don't tug piss on... off. <laughs> yeah. You don't piss off Haku. Superman's afraid of Meng. Yeah. yeah. 100%. <laughs> Superman fears Meng. Yeah. Chuck Norris fears me right. too. We should make Chuck sure. Norris, Chuck we, Norris. We are fears we are in the process of uh, Sunset Flip radio T-shirts, and that is what, a shirt. Write that down. Do not forget that. What a picture of Ming? No, uh, Chuck Norris <laughs> fears Ming. <laughs> if we had a picture of just Ming on his face and said Sunset Flip radio, that'd be pretty cool. But oh, um, Chuck Norris fears Ming. No, but uh, we are in the process of getting some merch, so obviously there'll be a huge news about that. But we're yeah. not going to announce what we're doing because it's not completely done yet. So sorry. But uh, no, back to Vader. Like the fact that Vader now Vader was in different league because he kept up with different guys. Like him and Ric Flair had yeah. great matches. Him and Ron Hi- Simmons. Him and Ron Simmons. Ron him Simmons. and Ric Flair. Remember, Vader technically ripped Mick Foley's ear off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. In, in he did. what in Germany? 
Japan? Japan? No, it, they I were, think it was actually in Germany. Yeah, it, it was in Germany. Somewhere overseas. Yeah, yeah his ear fell out. Because her ropes were too damn tight. Yeah. yeah. So they, you know, Cactus always did that, uh, you know, choke on a rope spot, and that's what <sighs> yeah, that cut his ear. And then he goes into the ring, and Vader hits him with those forearms that he did, and you just see the ear go boop. Well, he flew off. off. Yeah, Oof. and he hits so hard though that your freaking ear, ear pops, pops off. <laughs> Although, it's like Mr. Potato Head, you want to talk about Vader? You want to also talk about how tough his eye he came is. out? Stan Hansen, uh, fucking popping Vader's eye out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but how tough of a son of bitch is Vader? He continued the match. I mean, it's a Stan Hansen clothesline. I'm sure he hit him right. You or... know what the thing with Stan Hansen was? The guy was basically legally blind. Mm, so mm. that's why he was so violent in the ring. He didn't know what he was swinging at. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Love Stan Hansen. Not in the big man category because we're looking at like, you know. He's tall, though. He's tall, but we're looking at like 300. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or he doesn't, like, he doesn't or qualify. Or close to seven foot. Yeah. yeah. If we do a tough guy episode, which we should, yeah. that would be a fun Maybe one. Else, Stan number Hansen. one is Stan Hansen. Yeah. Our number two is Stan Hansen. Sorry, yeah. Meg is number one. Ming, Stan Hansen, JBL hair was pretty tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he is, but you know he got knocked out by Bart Gun. Oh he yeah, did. yeah, yeah. Bart Gun, <sighs> Bart Gun, killer, killer left hand. He had. Yeah, yeah. He was a boxer, right? Yeah, he no, would... they trained him to be a boxer. Oh, the for fact. the yes. that that right. whole fu- bra. I mean, I Bra-oh, watched. Oh yeah, the, the... Bra- 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 we got to go into another episode about <laughs> the... that. Bra- we can... We'll go into another episode we, about we that. Can... Shoot by Russo, pile of shit. Like we there was can... an episode we'll just last do like season. a shit on Russo day. Yeah, like which was a an episode of Dark Side of the Ring because it was that bad of a yeah, topic to talk bad. about. Because it really messed up somebody's really, career. Doctor yeah. Death, Steve Williams didn't wrestle after that because he tore his ACL in the ring or something like that, and yeah. he was done. Mm-hmm. No, but like Vader, that's a that's a great that's a great pick for a, a tremendous oh, athlete and to be Another in that guy category. Doing, uh, moon salts. Yeah, yeah. He, he, him and Bam Bam's career. You know what I mean? I mean, Vader bomb is, goes down as one of my favorite moves. Yeah. I oh, did yeah. that move for a while too because I just loved it. I and like you uh, know, James Ellsworth, the V, like, throw the, the V yeah. on the hands, yeah, like, Vader time. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and he had a great appearance on Boy Meets World. Yeah, he did. oh yeah, he's he he a dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, appearances. He's the dad yeah. of Ethan Suffley. Yeah. yeah, yep. Yeah, but those forearms, man. It's he used time. to throw in a corner. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, you still watching me? Like God, his damn, music was good. It was like it's, time. It's, it's time. It's time. It's Vader. You know what I mean? That's what that was awesome. So I yeah. mean, I want to kick back another shitty guy because I just thought about him now. <laughs> the shit is guy. the fucking great Kali. Okay, Oof. why uh, yeah. was he ever a champion? Because they wanted India. to make revenue in India. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, literally the only reason there is no other reason for that. It was money in India. He's a draw, dude. He's a freak show. Like he's, oh, yeah, he's yeah, a guy yeah. that like you you pay the ten dollars, come see the largest man. And, like, you <laughs> yeah, know, that's all that it is with a guy like Kali, the, the Punjabi playboy who mm. who it was so <laughs> funny because they had a Punjabi prison match that he made, but he wasn't he, in the match. match. Yep. It was Undertaker and Big Show because something happened where no, Kali wasn't one in. With it. Batista. Yeah, but the first match that was ever created, he wasn't in it. Oh, I didn't even. Yeah. Know that. Oh my god. It was Undertaker and Big Show, That's and the, did you ever see the rules for that match? Oh, it's so it was like stupid. a cage it's inside of a. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah. the doors open for two minutes and that yeah. door is shut. That was and like then you can't three open layers of hell WCW type garbage. Yeah, and then yeah. they brought it back with Randy Orton and. Um, uh, Jinder Mahal. Yep. And then who comes down at the end? Fucking Kali to help him all. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just obviously his size was 
you know, that reminds large. me of what that cage looked like in uh, Ready to Rumble. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good movie. I, I oh, did you watch the that. Dave Arquette thing on Hulu? You I can't know. kill David Arquette. Oh my god, it's crazy! Yeah. It's crazy. David Arquette should have died in that death match he did. He I had always, like I always thought he was such a turd. Stuff. Now I'm kind of interested in him. Well, this is about people like you. Yeah. Remember, he was champion, and, right? That's the whole, <laughs> I hate WCW. <laughs> that that's the premise of the movie. See, so I you like, got to watch it because it's WCW. like it's yeah. it starts off like that, and then everybody's a respect for him, and, and so it was actually see very, WCW very recycled through so much stuff that you really kind of forget some of the stuff that they actually did. Oh, like the great time that RoboCop came out to save Sting. Oh yeah, that was what 1990. The Yeti. The you Yeti. know what I mean? Uh, worst big man. How about some Yeti? Oh yeah, how about some Yeti? No, but like, as far as like large guys like that, I mean, I consider there's like two different types of big man for mm-hmm. wrestling. Oh, there's, yeah. there's the super duper tall or the just thick. Yeah. Like, yeah. That boy's thick. That boy, yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's another thick guy. Look at Abdul the Butcher. Yeah. He, Ooh, I mean, man. Deathmatch King. You know, his Good head looks like God. a cheese grater. I mean, that's like... I mean, he got... His he, head looks like cottage cheese. It does. Oh, he yeah. got electrocuted in WCW. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was a Halloween Havoc match. It was a tall cage. That was like and, the three layers of hell or something yeah, like that. And yeah, and he got electrocuted. I think that's when fucking RoboCop came out. I think it was the same match. Yeah. Shit. No, so I mean, the size guy... I mean, there's not, there hasn't been really like a lot of like... Fat. I'm not gonna say the word fat, but like Tom, wide guys. Tom's a size. Well, that's queen. like haystack. So if we're going, old, if we're Calhoun. going, if we're going back in haystacks the day, Calhoun. haystacks Calhoun was like 600 pounds. Every single person that I met who was over 60 years old when I was wrestling, they go to me. You remind me of haystacks Calhoun. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, why? <laughs> my father. If you go back to, in our catalog, when me and my dad did an episode together, he talks about oh, haystacks. That episode he, made me cry. He, he, I was he, driving. He, like he, I cried. He, he talks about. <laughs> watching Haystacks Calhoun when he was younger <laughs> and it's like he was such a good wrestler and I'm like he, see there, there comes a line with the big guy where you're more either a novelty act or you're a professional wrestler yes someone that's kind of in the middle but even though I really enjoyed King Kong Bundy oh yeah my dude the five count is legendary my yeah. memories of King Kong Bundy Big E by the yeah, way dude. my memories of King Kong Bundy is watching old school Saturday Night's Main Events mm-hmm. Wrestlemania 2 when he squashed Little Beaver Wrestlemania 3 was <laughs> hilarious <laughs> with a fucking elbow he just looked like a big he was just a big he looked dude. like a big thumb yeah, yeah. in a single because he shaved his eyebrows and yeah. Yeah. yeah he just yeah King Kong Bundy old school like, he looked like a bullet bill from Mario yeah we're, t- <laughs> <laughs> That's good. we're talking golden era King Kong Bundy Bam yeah. Bam Bigelow and now we Bundy? we can't forget the OG I got the socks on baby you can't forget Andre I, yeah. Andre the Giant dude Andre you can't go wrong we, we're talking about big men and giants Andre, Andre looks so much bigger on your socks yeah. because of your cankles <laughs> yeah I do kind of have some cankle action going on cankle I He's don't the know o- where the leg ends I have, of the I, 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 I have cankles too nothing wrong with that <laughs> I know my legs aren't that bad. No, they're, that bad. They're actually defined. That's the only thing that's. Oh, really there you, go. you got wrestler body. Yeah. I do. I do. I got midget legs though. Midget the uh, legs. Uh, Andre's the OG. Oh, like yeah. there's cool. Andre the Giant. Then there's everybody else. Right. Right. He is. He he is just like he is. He's a myth. Not a myth, but like what's well, the what word? Is he, the eighth wonder he's of the world. The eighth wonder of the world. Yeah, he's just the eighth wonder of the world. That's what it comes down Stories to. Stories outside of the ring, inside yeah. of the ring. Oh, legendary Who he liked, stuff. legendary. Yeah. If you were on his bad side, 
Like, he hated Macho Man because yeah. Macho Man rubbed himself with baby oil all the time before he yeah. wrestled. Yeah. He fucking hated Macho Man. He hated the Ultimate Warrior. And he'll tell, st- like, there's stories about that from other wrestlers. Oh, he hated You know him. what I mean? But what he did. He would fit in with us. Yeah. What he did in the 70s, like, he never lost. He no, was like no. he was one of the only wrestlers to go from territory to territory. Something that was so out of the box he back just in the day. His winning yeah. streak. I mean, he's a giant. Who's yeah. going to be the giant? You know what I just giant? realized while we're talking about this? The good majority of these people all had crossover abilities. Yeah, and they're they all did. actors. Andre <laughs> was in Princess Bride. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, I was actually so, getting there. I was like, he's got great acting. Bam chops. Bam. Anybody, anybody want the peanut? Does anybody want the peanut? <laughs> uh, uh, Bam Bam was in uh, Major Pain. Mm-hmm. King Kong and Bundy, ready to rumble and ready to rumble yeah. and ready to rumble. King Kong Bundy was in um, Married with Children. Married with Children. Yeah, moving with Richard Pryor, which is a great movie. Um, yeah, like it's so funny, like thinking about that. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, These when guys, you're larger than life, that's the thing. You They're portray, larger than life you, and yeah, they go yep. to like movies because they just can. And Andre, Andre did it from from city to city, and because remember, like country if, to country. Yeah, like if you were in yeah. North Carolina, you went to the Greensboro Coliseum and you watched Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. You watched Arn Anderson. If you were in the East Coast, you watched Bruno San Martino. Yeah. Right. You. If you were in Texas, you saw Andre Stand one against. week, and then Andre would be in California the next, or yeah. Florida the next. Like everybody it was wanted crazy. Them. Everybody wanted him because he was he them. was the ninth wonder of the world, the eighth wonder of the world, Canada, ninth China. China, China, China. China. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, but he like it's it's in his own category. And like when he came to the WWF, when, like WWF shut up, you know, in popularity, right. he it was, was towards ladder. the latter end. Yeah. Remember, he he was in WrestleMania one. He fought against Big John Studd, mm-hmm. and that's infamous. I'll never forget the image in my mind of watching him throwing money in the crowd, and you know, he won the battle royal WrestleMania two, and the WrestleMania three kind of defined his his yes. WWF. When you think of WWF, and you think of Andre, it's, it's hands down WrestleMania three against Hulk Hogan, and yeah. clearly they know that because they put it into the intro to every show you watch. Of it's WWE. the most iconic image yes. in professional wrestling. It is it's the first image that they show you. Yeah, yeah. but Hulk- that's how great Andre is by him getting slammed. That's what everybody knows. Well, did, the real moment was when he showed up with uh, Bobby Heenan. Yeah, dude. But yeah, yeah. And, like got his shirt ripped and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And his chain. He had his chain. He didn't. He said profusely sweating. And he cut him with his fingernail. Yep. And um, do you know how that match played out? Oh, you talked about him in our episodes. How he he should have won because Hogan's arms were down or his yeah. shoulders were down. But that match. So leading up to it, apparently the story is. Andre never liked anybody telling him what to do in the matches. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. ran the matches. They had no, like, they didn't know what he was going like, to do. Like, like when, when everyone talks about how, like, the Undertaker was the godfather of the locker room, that is true, but the original OG of the locker room was Andre. Andre. He either liked you or he, if he played cards with you, he loved you. If yep. he didn't talk to you, he didn't like you, apparently. But yeah. Hogan wrote the whole match down step for step, and he gave it to Andre. Andre crumbled up and threw in the garbage. Yep. He takes it out of the garbage, and the, you know up, mm-hmm. the stare down. Andre's calling what Hogan's saying in the match. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. And Hogan breaks down in that documentary and starts crying because that just that, this was the Andre doc, right? That, yeah, yeah, that on just HBO. changed. Good shit. Beautiful. Good if, shit. If that doesn't, they're doing a Vince one right now by the same people who did the Andre really? one. Yeah. If uh, that the guy on the Ringer, uh, Dave Shoemaker, who I listened to his podcast, The Mass Man Show. He's a part of that. He did the Andre doc, and he was in it. He was a ball head guy. Okay. And uh, he's also has a hand in the Vince doc that oh, they're wow. making currently right now. Good. But 
if that doesn't hit you in the heart as a wrestling fan of what Andre did for WWF, then something's fucking wrong with you. Yeah. Because he projected Hulkamania, and then Hulkamania just blew up, obviously. But... Andre created Hulkamania. Mm -hmm. Andre created the giant, no pun intended. of Hulkamania. He did. Without Andre the Giant, Hulkamania would not be as big as it is. No. Because when everybody says, what's what's your favorite Hulk Hogan match? What changed wrestling? What got you into wrestling? Man, when Hogan really slammed Andre, that really got me. No shit. Well, that was more of a passing of the torch sort of situation. Not many. You really look at it from uh, an outside perspective. Not many people know in 84 who Hulk Hogan beat to win the title. Shiki baby. Yeah, he beat the Iron Sheik in mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden. Poor Shiki baby. Yeah. Like, not many people know that. Not no, many, the not only many, people yeah. who know that are the people who go to the garden and see it on the wall. Yes. Because yes. yes. if you've been to Madison Square Garden, there is That's a huge. litany of wrestling on top of Rangers moments, Knicks moments, and any other moments. Billy with, Joel. With Joel time, yeah. and, and other acts who have been there because the garden is the mecca, guys. We all know this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But there's more wrestling stuff related including in the locker rooms and near um a lot of the backstage area there's a lot of wrestling stuff yeah so i mean because like, i've seen it because i took a tour of msg and i've seen yeah, it all that's awesome i synced it you synced it but like <laughs> you know with like we I, you know i was going to save andre for the end of this talk about great big guys but like he we had to throw it's him so in. it's so we hard would do him so a, like, we would do him a disservice so like he beginning. so now yeah. what, what jeff said before about the big guy and the tall guy if we're dissecting tall guys in wrestling, the first guys you think, in my opinion, are Undertaker. Yes. You think of um, Diesel, Diesel, mm-hmm. Sid, Kane. Um, you know, like yeah. like those guys. I mean, these these now remember like Test. He was a big guy. Test. He he was though. I know. He and was. I mean, and he he doesn't get a lot of credit for being a good. The second round of Test when he got really worded up and it was ECW Test against Lashley that yeah. was pretty bad, but. That was just booking. OG Test, but who was, who was he was Dude, a he feuded with Triple was, H all the time. He like, was security for Motley Crue, I think. Yeah, yes, probably. exactly what it was. Yep. Yeah, he was security for Motley Crue. And remember, he was part of the whole Triple H, like you said, Stephanie. Yeah, angle. yeah, because so, they, I mean, they actually, I think, it's were because of him that Triple right? H owns everything. Way to go, Test. Yeah. <laughs> hey, R.I.P. to the Test. <laughs> Rest in peace, Test. No, but like like tall guys. I mean, obviously for me. Undertaker's and you know he hits he hits it for me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Taker's I, I can't. You really can't sense. debate Undertaker in the ring for what he did for the business, for how he changed gimmicks, for what he did to yeah. wrestling for his whole career. I mean, you yeah, know, I'm not sure. gonna explain this because we did a two hours on Undertaker. <laughs> you know? I wish I was around for that because yeah. I love Undertaker. Um, that's like if you go back in the catalog that you can find on Apple and Google Podcast, Podbean, yeah, and uh, Amazon Music and Spotify, you hear that about the Undertaker, but. I mean, a name that I want to talk about, and I know I mentioned this last week. This is my opinion. Straight up my opinion. I think Kane wasn't that good. Overrated. I don't really agree. Okay, that's fine. I just didn't like him. But I I don't consider him like top, like tippy top guy. For big guys or just general? Kind of in general. Okay. For a big guy, yeah, he's legendary. But at the same point, I just like so yeah. many other guys more than him. Yeah. I like so many guys more than him. He doesn't move the meter like other people do. Without the Undertaker, you think Kane's relevant? No, absolutely exactly. not. So, like, is he kind of like Christian? Uh, was he relevant as Isaac Yankum? Absolutely no. not. Is he kind of like Christian? Uh, Not as shitty, but... Riding the coattails and the Undertaker? Well, you know what? I can... 
You know what? Shit, man. You talk about that and it really makes sense. Like riding a coattails to take her. Although he was more successful on his own than Christian. Oh, he was. was no, he was, yeah. I mean, so. remember, Kane was a... I think Kane was a Grand Slam champion. I don't think he won the United States title, though. But Intercontinental. He was, he, was a, he was a tag team champion with the big show, who we haven't even talked about yet. And hardcore. So, I mean, yeah. if you want to put that in for Grand ah. Slam, but I guess. He was a champion. He won his first title and lost it the next day to Steve Austin. Yeah, that first blood match. Yeah. Mm. Then lost it on Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, he was so fucking intimidating, man. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. you look at 98, 99, you're oh, like, oh, my. What do you remember when he first debuted, when he talked? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Kane. This well, that's, is Kane. You know what I mean? He, wow. had, the, he had, like, the thing on his throat. Whatever Ned from South Park. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, I'm sorry, I got to say this. The cancer kazoo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I apologize. That's <laughs> fucked up. I apologize. <laughs> no, but I mean, in my, in my opinion, was he a great wrestler, big guy? Yeah. But he just didn't move the needle for me. I'm putting him yeah. in the same yeah. category. For me, my opinion, he's in the same category with the Edge and the Rey Mysterios. That's it's just, you know. Yeah. I didn't get there. excited. And like, yeah. why? Now, why is there fucking a thousand toys of Kane? Does I don't he just know. Because he's so that? toyetic. I was gonna say he's a toyetic That's the guy. Thing. He's so toyetic. Is that, is that a word? Did we is. just make up a word? Toyetic? No, it's, no. A, it's a thing. Uh, peg warmer. In the community, word, bro. In the community. Uh, yeah, but I mean, did he move the needle for me? No. I mean, he's not the worst. He's not the best. He's kind of in the middle. Kane was just there. He was there. He was now, just like, there. yeah, Big Show, Big Show, WCW, Big Show, Giant Big Show was a whole nother level of an mm-hmm. athlete. I think Big Show in general. I always liked his career. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed his career. I did I too. loved his gimmick. Um I, I like him as a person. I think he's interesting to like he's fascinating to see in the ring because he's just gigantic human being. Mm-hmm. You know, and and he could work, man. That freaking top rope drop kick that he did when he was in WCW was fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Uh the fact that like he was able to get up for the jackhammer is ridiculous because and a, perf- yeah. and a perfect plex too. Yeah, and a, which Kurt Hennig, bro. Yeah, love you. Um, and uh, you know, it, as much as it sucked because he almost killed the Big Show, the freaking jackknife, you know. But he's so athletic that he could do something like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, he changed himself over time, which is it's amazing that a guy that large was capable of wrestling that long. Well, he also had a pituitary issue, which he got taken which care got of taken because care of. they billed him as, you know, Andre's son. Which was dumb. Well, but of yeah. course, what are you going to do with a guy that big? Of yeah. course, you're yeah. But think WCW, he's the I'm surprised they were able to do that with like. Do you remember? Yeah, that's, that's true. Do you remember the angle they'd have a big boss man where he fell off the casket? Oh man! Me and that my buddies cell, talk about that, that all the cell, time. That was his father's funeral. Yeah. Yeah. And you're big a show. Yes. Big show, and your mama just said it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Big Bossman drives a truck away, and he like he, first of all, it's going to like five miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. And Big Show falls off the casket, and like he just was like somersaults and just rolls, and like he's knocked out. Like, come on, <laughs> dude. What's up? With, what's up with Big Bossman and shitty angles? That Al Snow where he cooked dog. his dog. Come I, on, man. Dude, I don't know. Pepper steak. The, the the kennel from Hell match, which is the worst match in WWE history. No, there's worse, but that was pretty. Bad. That, oh, that was pretty bad, man. Yeah, do you put Big Boss Man in the Big Man category? Um, I think early Big Boss early, Man. You with, have with to. him and Akeem, when they were the Twin Towers. Absolutely. I mean, you can't forget the One Man Gang. One Man Gang, too, man. One Man I Gang. One, one Man, man gang. gang was very dominant. Love One Man Gang. Akeem was embarrassed. Akeem. Yeah, Akeem was bad. Yeah, one Man Gang was awesome. I mean, anymore. One Man Gang. 
I could have seen him in the finals. Well, him and Bam Bam, him and Bam Bam fought in the uh, tournament. Yeah. So one man gang got a bye. Remember? Yeah, and then he just he got disqualified, propelling Macho Man to the finals against Ted DiBiase. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, because like back in the day, like in the Golden Era, you had you had a lot of big guys and big John Studd. You had Mm. uh, Andre. You had uh, Akeem. uh, K One Man Gang. Yeah, big boss man. These two I want to bring up that I love. Typhoon and Earthquake. <laughs> I love natural the disasters. natural disasters. Uh, you can't go back and watch John Tedda matches and not tell me that Earthquake wasn't amazing. You mean the Canadian Earthquake as he first got billed by? The All Canadian of it. Earthquake. Did you ever see his debut? Did you ever see how yeah. he debuted? He was sitting in the crowd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yep. Santino Morella kind yes, of. And he came you. down. He's like, oh, I can wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Santino was Santino. Santino was, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah. But no, I mean, dumped him down so much because he's actually a badass. He's a judo like he's got like a couple den and judo. He's ridiculous. Who, um, Santino? Santino, well, comedy people act. People don't even know that he was he's like he was he was like the R Truth comedy act before R Truth came in. Miracle. Yeah. yeah, no, but like Earthquake is er, now Earthquake was a very intimidating guy too. Oh yeah, dude. yeah. Because like when he big, debuted, thick guy. big thick, and like the fact that he just sat on your chest like like a I don't want to take that. It was a running bonsai drop. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but it was like it was. Now it, some people might not know this. He was also Golga in the Oddities. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. Yeah, and but he, he was, had the mask on. Yeah, and I actually like he was Shark Boy or I, Shark, I, I, and, Shark. The, in the dungeon. One of my shitty bookers decided to do this. They brought in some dude to play Mortis. They brought in a dude to play Doink. And I played Golga in wow. a tag team match. So I was Golga for a night. And he, and he carried the Cartman around. Yeah. 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 I remember. But the you know what? The oddities man. were fun. Yeah. It was. Now, Kurgan? what do you think about Kurgan, Kurgan. and uh, Giant Kurgan. Silva? Those Kurgan. are two gigantic human beings. Silva was terrible, Kurgan, Kurgan. was viable. Like he was okay. I remember Kurgan. Viable. Yeah. I remember when Kurgan. He's an like... actor now. He's in a bunch of movies. Who? Kurgan. Really? Yeah. He's in that um, uh, yeah, with Robert Downey Jr. The um, uh, Sherlock Holmes movie. Mm. So was Braun Strowman. No, Braun Strowman was in a movie with Will Ferrell. Really? Yeah, Sherlock Are you Holmes. Kidding me? No, Braun Strowman was in it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah, but Sherlock Holmes, right? Him and John C. Riley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Bro- uh, Brock Lesnar's in it. Not Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman's in it. It all goes oh. down to the freaking... Uh, See? Big crossovers. Yeah. yeah. When you're big... Big guys got big acne You chops. make that money, I mean, baby. I'm I mean, not... I'm I mean, not... Kane was supposed to have a three-foot dick or something in uh, <laughs> See No yeah. Evil, but they yeah. cut that out. I never they saw... cut that out. Yeah. I never saw See Why'd No Evil. Why'd you cut that out? I never saw See No Evil. Yeah. Needed a lot of extra time for on-screen work for the dick. Had to pay him actor's royalty. hanging dong, man. Yeah. But um, what was I gonna say? Dong boy, no, nah, that that kind of threw me off. Was like, hanging, yeah, you like that? Yeah, it's, I watch uh, a lot of it's always sunny. <laughs> yeah, Magnum Dong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but um, Kirk, well, another yeah. interesting big man that I always liked was uh, uh, Kamala. Ah, uh, the Ugandan wow. giant. Yeah, I liked Kamala. His I matches never really went cool. more than five minutes. No, but that's fine. Lives in well, being a guy as big as he was, it was yeah. you know, it made lives sense. lives in wrestling figure lore as being one of the most sought out oh, yeah. figures of all time. The wow. moon, For the moon, the infamous moon belly Kamala. I had one. I don't know why you sold it. Should have kept asshole. it. I'm an asshole. That's moon what it comes belly. down. To. How many of them are there in the world? Were there maybe twenty? 
And you had one. Yep. <laughs> you had one. Of them. I got a picture with it. That's my lore. Yeah. I had one, sold it. No, but I mean, Kamala, I mean, he was involved heavily with The Undertaker. He was heavily involved with Hulk Hogan, Casket too. Casket match. Casket match. Again, mm-hmm. a lot of his matches didn't go longer than five, six S- minutes. Slammed Andre. Yes. Mm. Kamala slammed Andre. But they won't tell you that. Little known fact. A lot of people don't know about that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were people besides Hogan to do it. Warrior, Kamala, Big John Stud, and him. The uh, warrior. We got to start Tom's The Warrior Wall of Duds. Now nah, we have. <laughs> that's good. That's good. You can put it right here on the door. The wall of Duds. The Wall like of Duds it. right there. Does every match in his history count as a fucking dud? Every I mean, okay, one. the match with him and, and, and Macho Man at WrestleMania 7 was carried by Macho Man, but the real story was him and Elizabeth at the end. Right. Yeah. I don't even want to say anything about that. but It was just a buffer to get to the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what about... Um, Can't wrestle for shit. WrestleMania 6, same thing. Him against, another big it was, it was guy. a fucking test of strength for 10 minutes Sid of the match. Vicious? Psycho Sid. Ugliest injury of all time. Oh, but oh God. You see, like, here's the thing with Sid. When Sid debuted as Sid Vicious in, like, 92? Or Sid Justice. Sid, Sid Justice. Justice in 92. I didn't like him. When he was Psycho Sid and Sid Vicious. He was much better as Psycho Sid. Yes. Much better. Mm-hmm. He was way too WCW in 92. Yeah. But when he came back as, like, Psycho Sid with that, his music was awesome. Yeah. His music was yep. really freaking cool. And then he and came the- and won the championship. Yeah. Another intimidating guy. Lost it to uh, Taker at Mania. Mm-hmm. Yep. WrestleMania 12. Yeah. But uh, no, like he he's a he's a big guy that a lot of people forget about. Sid Justice, Sid Vicious, Psycho Sid, whatever you want to call him. You know what I mean? Because he was just there for a hot minute. Like I mean, you know, give me a rundown of a hot, of of all the matches. You know what I mean? It, it just feels like, and then he got hurt a lot. He had relevant matches. With you ever Michaels. see him in ECW? Mm-mm. No, I didn't ECW, know that happened. He was. He just came in and dominated everybody. Oh, I would he came help. in, he was just wearing jeans, and he would come out with uh, Judge <laughs> Jeff Jones, and you just shit on everybody. It was basically yeah. when Mike Awesome left, Sid came okay, in and so just took I wanna, over. I want to say something about Mike Awesome. I remember him in ECW being just a dominant freak. Yeah, he and, was. And then he just left. For the money. For the money. You can't blame the like, guy for, I, for the money. I, for the longest time, I hated Mike Awesome for being that asshole, the scumbag that jumped the WCW and all that shit. Now, looking back, I was wrong because I know, like, the whole money aspect and everything like that. I get it. Yeah, at the time, it fucking sucked because he was amazing when he was in ECW. Like, his matches that he put on were out of freaking control. Mm-hmm. Like him and Masato Tanaka, you can still put it on today, and it's like the most vicious shit you're gonna watch. But him going to WCW, he debuts, and he like beats up Kevin Nash. You think he's gonna get this huge push? Everything's gonna be cool. That '70s guy, <laughs> the fat chick thriller, <laughs> the yeah. fat chick thriller. So he called. took the money basically. The, it Which was you all can't to you, fuck ECW. You can't That's blame him. For doing it, yeah. You can't blame him. But the fact that Russo and Bischoff were such scumbags that they took what could have been like that guy could have been a fucking star in that company. He had everything that they wanted. And then who was the big and guy after that? On him. Rhino, yeah. right? Didn't Rhino get a shine after that? Yeah, Rhino got a lot of shine. Dude. Yeah, he did. Like the man beast. He's, a, yeah. he's like a thick dude that's like just a little under like the big guy stuff. Well, Rhino, just, Rhino's, like, Rhino's like a Jack Taz, in my opinion. Like, yeah, yeah, popularity. 
Yeah. Right? Because remember, Taz was popular, and then Rhino came well, in. Taz was a phenomenal wrestler. Oh, yeah. Rhino was a phenomenal brawler. Yeah. You yeah. know? Which, he in didn't Michigan. do, like, the hardcore shit. He was just vicious as hell, dude. Like, he just beat the shit out of you, and it was very believable. Because that dude just killed Gore. the best spear in professional wrestling ever was Rhino. Nobody even comes close because he tried to go through you he literally tried to murder you <laughs> he had the perfect bodybuilder yeah. like build because he had tiny legs and he was just shooting i got just jacked. like a bullet i got two guys the first one i don't know how you're gonna feel about this we're talking about big guys we forgot to talk about viscera oh, AKA, big daddy v. aka big daddy v aka mabel mabel yeah. king, king mabel. mabel uh yeah i love I, viscera when he was like the Playboy wow. guy. Remember when he had... What was his nickname with that? I don't know, but he wore pajamas and came out with yeah. silky... Ro- he was it's hilarious. Big Daddy V. Yeah, I think he was just Big Daddy Big Daddy, Daddy V. And then yeah. when he was in ECW, Big Daddy V, he was kind of dominant. But I remember Viscera just having a successful career. Yeah. Not being... Not the main guy, which he yeah. shouldn't have to be. No. But he was a well, great like co-star. They, yeah, he was the number two. Yeah, and then he broke Kevin Nash's back. Or 95, they wanted him to be. Yeah, and, and then he hurt Kevin Nash really bad. Well, they pushed him too quick. Yeah, they did. When he, he didn't have King enough Mabel. training. Yeah. He didn't have enough training. So, I mean, you know, shit happens. He but wins the King of the Ring, him. yeah. Yeah. Wins the King of the Ring, hurts Diesel, loses in a horrible way at SummerSlam 95. Yeah. And you kind of forget about him, but then he comes back, has like a second up and coming with uh, Undertaker. And yeah, remember when he got abducted? Abducted oh with Royal God. Rumble at the Royal yeah. Rumble. Yeah. Comes back. Oh my God! Different guy. The, the ministry. Ribs, the yeah. ministry. The black and purple the, or the yellow mohawk. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I like the ministry. Is underrated. Talk about ministry is fantastic because we got the APA at it. Dude, yeah. Once they got the corporate ministry, it got like cheesy. Yeah, the ministry yeah. Of course, itself. Was fucking Shane, scumbag Shane. Yeah. Now, now look what he's doing, Braun Strowman. Whatever. Okay, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. He, like, he's a big if guy. You wanna, like, let's talk about current guys. Braun Strowman's great, but he's done kind of everything. What else is he gonna do? Yeah, there's only so much he can do. I mean, like, there again, is literally only his, so much. He Braun can do. Strowman promos are just flatline there's yeah. no doesn't yeah. hit the meter no nope. doesn't go down he's better as a i'm face. gonna come get you you know get these hands. that's it isn't yeah. he better as a face though i thought he was he entertaining is. when he was a he face. You yeah know, yeah team champion with a kid you know whatever yeah um, but no like when he did like you know with that Nicholas. stupid thing when he was feuding with uh elias oh and, and, the and you oh. know he's out there playing like <laughs> when he's playing freaking, the bass was kind of funny yeah, yeah. that was hilarious cool, and it was fun you know, like yeah. all that shit was fun. I think he's better in that role than he is. As, yeah, like, I mean, he had a good he had a good run against Roman for that six months that they had a feud yeah. with the ambulance yeah. and stuff. Like that was actually pretty good. Flipping ambulances and shit, like everything. That, you could oh, and then that. when him and Lashley went through the stage and that, that shit blew up. Yeah. That was when Corey Graves said, "Holy shit!" shit. Yeah, yeah. shit on TV. That was pretty cool. But like, you Bron- can't say yeah. that on television. <laughs> yeah, Braun Strowman. Then he gets gifted Universal title and has a shitty feud with the Fiend. That was horrible. Yeah. And then, uh, no, but yeah, one, th- that's a three peat. They had like three. Yeah. Yeah. The one guy that I, that we forgot to talk about is Mark Henry. I was just thinking that. Like, well, I, I, just think, I think Mark Henry is a great place to end on. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. I like, I think Mark Henry is a, a good place to, to end on, um, on, on this topic. We gotta, we gotta talk about the hall of pain. The hall of pain. Mark Henry. Mark, Mark Henry is, is by far my favorite. He, uh, he's up there. He's up there definitely yeah. for big guys because, I mean, he did so much. He did. He started off as Mr. America. Then he was Nation Mark Henry. Yeah. Sexual Chocolate, Chocolate. Mark Henry. Oh, sexual baby. Hall of Pain Mark Henry. And it's just, it's a shame that 
that had a kid as, young as you rub the May Young figure that's to the right of us. <laughs> I hand. wish it actually came with a hand. I told you. Like a, yeah. so it came with Flat a hand. out hand. Or give us another one with a hand. Right. A decade of dominance with Mark Henry <laughs> combo. Yeah. yeah. No, but Mark Henry, man, he was... He he spoke he, well. He was, he was he was always there. Like you know, I mean, he was always available. Was, he was not good in the beginning. No, like, no. when he no. first and debuted he as Mister America, he was not. good. And he knows that. He, All uh, he did was tug of war matches. Great documentary. Yeah, yeah. He he did tug of war matches and shit. Yeah. But I mean, like, well, like the when promos he did, um, were him to get over as the world's strongest man, and he and was legitimately the world's strongest man. He well, was. he felt that he wasn't, so he felt it was necessary for him because his character was floundering. And they didn't quite know, and, and he lost that heat that when he that he had when he first came in. So what he wanted to do was he was like, you know, Vince, I, I gotta leave for a little bit. I gotta win this fucking yeah, the, this uh, this title. Mm-hmm. And he literally went and did it. Yeah, he's a world's strongest and then he man. He comes man. back as sexual chocolate. But he came which back. Is... He did the the nation, and then awesome. he did the sexual chocolate, which was you know, a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, him and the nation was great. Um, you know, he was the worst wrestler in the nation, but you know, over time, you see, he developed <laughs> yeah, and learned D-Lo. his skill. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he learned his skill, and he just got better and better and better over time. And his and his bread and butter right now is what he does with the talent in the back. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, he's such a good mind for the business. He grooms like, them yeah. very well. He does. Yeah. Yeah. He grooms them very well. If yeah. fucking Keith Lee could stay healthy, man, and like learn from him, dude. Yeah. Well, you never know. The Keith, limit. Keith Lee is, is he he can be as healthy as an ox, but we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know where he's at. Yeah. Could just not be liked and end up like Aleister Black sitting at home doing nothing. Imagine yeah. that. Imagine that's what they're doing with Keith Lee. A dude oh, that big God. and that talented. Gee, well, if Vince doesn't another like guy, doesn't like a current him. guy who has no business doing the things and being so athletic as he yeah. is, yeah. but is still doing but the like, damn thing. Even, yeah. even when Mark Henry kind of floundered in the beginning, he did pay his dues throughout his whole career. He did. Oh, dude, absolutely. He I and got he knows it. respect for him. And yeah, he's got, very and old school guy. Everybody should have respect for yeah. him. Yeah. They do. I mean, come do. on, salmon he, jacket. That's what I do. That's what. Still got some. I use that gif every time. Yeah. That I can. <laughs> like, but like he, he that was what my I do. He he even admits that he sucked in the beginning, and then he comes out and hey, you got to own up. Well, hey, look, the Rock sucked in the beginning too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I so. mean, everybody sucks in the beginning, probably when they, when they first off as a wrestler. But you of gain course. you gain your, uh, your abilities as as leading over time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, but like Henry, when he started doing a World's Strongest Slam and everything like that, it was great. He was managed by Tony Atlas at yes. one point. That was really yep. freaking cool. Um, you know, he was also guy, managed by Davari. Was it Davari? I think so. No, it was somebody else. That was lackluster time yeah. in wrestling in general. <laughs> but I That mean, Hall of Pain gimmick was supposed to go to somebody else. Apparently. Brodus Clay. Yes. It was yes. Brodus Clay's brainchild, and they gave it to fucking Mark Henry. And more, which, and more fitting anyway. Which was so. way more fitting, and it just worked out so yeah, much better. Somebody's got to get A guy that kick. completely flopped on a big man is Brodus Clay. Yeah, Funkadactyl. Yeah. Funkasaurus. No, he he debuted in NXT, the NXT competition as a big guy. Yeah, he was and cool. He, he was Snoop Dogg's as... bodyguard. He was Snoop Dogg's yeah. bodyguard. Then he comes back as then he... tons of funk. Oh, no. The... Okay, well, there's so many times yeah. of funk. Tensai was a horrible gimmick. Oh, God. <laughs> Tensai. Prince Lord Albert. Um, it'll never, like, all right. He did beat one, John Cena. One of my good friends, <laughs> he he's did. a newspaper writer, Mike Davis. He freaking, uh, he was over at my house one time. We're watching Raw. 
they they announced that Brodus Clay is going to debut. And I like had, you know, a couple friends over, you know, my wife was there. I was just like, yo, check this dude out. He's fucking legit. <laughs> He's a monster in NXT. He's going to kill people. Check this shit out. And I they bet you the guy's going to be at- awesome. Oh, and no. then on Raw, Funk they attack. say, from Planet Funk. And I go, <laughs> no. Whose music was it? It was, it was uh, Ernest uh, the Cat Miller. Cat Miller, yeah. <laughs> Somebody call your mom. The best Somebody thing. call my mama, and he starts coming out dancing, and everybody looks at me and goes, "What?" Yeah, the that's fuck? what he had. Uh, Naomi. The and best Cameron thing to come out of that was Cameron. Naomi. The best thing to come out of the whole well, thing was Naomi. I will say, I thoroughly enjoyed it after a while. Technically, who else? Like, was it was a weird time in my life. Well, no, no, I know that, but um, uh, from the new day. Uh, Oh, Xavier Woods. Xavier, yeah, Xavier Woods. Woods was hooked up with him. It was a mouthpiece for a hot minute. Because Xavier Woods, when he came out, I remember he put a lot of water in his hair and he was flicking yes. water back. Yeah, he did the soul yeah. glow. The soul yeah. glow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how he debuted. No, but uh, no. I mean, this is a, this is a great talk about about the big guys. But uh, before we guys. before we close the episode, we want to announce that we have um, a slew of of special guests that <laughs> that everybody should be very excited for. Um, you know, when we interviewed uh, Riley and Kyle, you know, th- those are great interviews. And then we started getting some momentum. And it, it really, when, when we got Tito, that really opened the doors for a lot more from us. And, you know, we're... It, it honestly lit a fire on, under, like, our asses. It did. So. It did. And not just besides Tito, guys, um, everybody out there listening. So uh, we're going to go over some uh, some dates that everyone should be excited for. So the first one we got is March 23rd. We have from the major wrestling figure podcast. He helps do a lot of their live sales. He does the flea markets for them on Thursdays, and he also helps out with the cards on Tuesdays. We got Aaron Ortiz. So he's a fun interview. He's a big collector and everything like that. So we got that lined up, which is cool. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be great. It's gonna be. We're gonna talk about wrestling toys. I'm, we want to see what he's into now as wrestle as as a wrestling fan. Yes. What's it like working with Hawkins and Ryder, aka Cardona, and Brian Myers? So that's gonna be a great interview. And then two weeks later is the big one. It's Tito Santana. It's the big one. <laughs> it's the big one. Yeah. Now we were talking about our episodes before we started recording. So. The episode before on the 30th and April 6th is going to be devoted to WrestleMania and we have our Tito uh, Santana interview. So that's going to be just awesome. And then on April 20th, we have ECW's own Pitbull, Gary Wolf. Yeah, I'm very excited about this because everybody knows I'm a huge ECW guy. But you, when you look at Gary, he's a former television champion. He's a former tag team champion. And I... Personally, he helped train me when I was at the Monster Factory. So I'm very excited about having Gary on. He's a great mind in professional wrestling. It's going to be an awesome interview because we're going to dive into the world of ECW. And anybody out there that listens to this podcast, we haven't really talked much about ECW because, frankly, we just haven't really talked much about it. But, I um, always do. but Yeah, you always do. <laughs> no, but that's going to be a fun one. And then finally, to round it off for right now, May 4th, we're going to have Tom Brandy coming on the show, a.k.a. Salvador Sincere, 
who wrestled in WWF for a little bit. Great friends with Jeff. He's wrestled The Rock. He was in Aurora Rumble. He's going to uh, sit down with us and talk about his professional wrestling career and what he's doing right now. Yep. Currently, he works as the Patriot on the Independence. So we're going to have some good conversation about that as yeah. well. And we Tom ha- is a great guy, great family guy as well. Good friend of mine. Yeah. I'm so we so we have so we're looking you know with interviews we have every other week we'll be doing that but obviously we'll be throwing in uh, pay per view reviews and product reviews everything that you want. The Satchel, yes, the Satchel will be debuting on March 23rd, along with Aaron's um, interview. So we're going to be posting uh, with that very soon, where you, the listener, gets to determine what we talk about. If you want to hear Alex's hate towards Cody Rhodes again, you can talk about it. Mm. If you want to know why I hate the New Day, we can talk about it. If you can just give all the Christian questions, that'd be a lot of fun, too. If anybody convinced me that he's not a piece of shit, it would be wonderful, <laughs> but I don't I don't think it'll happen. No, but uh, we really appreciate you listening to this episode and all the other episodes of Sons of Flip Radio. Next week is going to be episode number 50. Ooh. Wow. Next week is episode number 50. Well, we got to do something big for Do 50. like a review of some of the old episodes. Yeah. Well, next week is the... Our go home episode until yeah. Fastlane, which uh, you know it will be one of the last uh, pay per views on the WWE Network because everything's moving stopped. to Peacock. Yeah. yeah. Oh, real quick about Peacock. So starting April fourth, yeah. the uh, WWE Network will cease to exist. Yeah. Which is Pigment crazy. Everyone's imagination. What is that? About five, six year run, 2014, 15. Yeah, so that's pretty wild. Maybe seven years now, because it started before WrestleMania 30. Yeah. So we're at 37. Um, so it's a it's a good day, but it's a sad day for those. We you know we all felt special. Now it's going to be kind of absorbed. Although I do like to save five dollars, so get to save yeah, five dollars now. Dollars. But um, just so everybody knows, if if you stream Peacock and you have a Fire Stick, it doesn't work. I had to buy a Roku for my TV. I know it's compatible with Roku, PlayStation Four and Five, Xbox. Xbox yeah, yeah, and some smart TVs. If you have a Samsung smart TV, it doesn't work. Sony and Vizio, yes. So if you don't mm-hmm. have any of those, you have to get a Roku, which I did. Twenty five bucks a Target. It is what it is. Or if you already have Comcast, you already have the Peacock yeah. Network. I already signed up for uh, Peacock. It's really cheap, and they're doing a special with people that have the WWE Network now. Yeah. So I that's why I texted you guys I were, yesterday. Yes. I was like, I got the email. I was trying to read it, and I was like, Oh crap! Yeah. I should probably get that. Yeah. Jump now, on that. Obviously, you follow us on social media. At, um, you can follow us on Instagram at Sunset Flip Radio, Facebook on Sunset Flip Radio. You can email us at Sunset Flip Podcast at gmail.com. And we're posting crazy stuff every day, some some breaking news every day, surprise announcements. And you should just follow us just because you should, because we're having a lot of guests coming on. You should. <laughs> you, just should. you just should. Now, we're having a lot of special guests and some great wrestling. Uh, you know, the future's bright for us here in this podcast. Um, in the meantime, thank you for enjoying this episode. Of course, um, I'm your co-host, Thomas Lisi. You always join the most handsome man in the room, Alex Drayton. Yeah. And Mr. Wonderful, Mr. Jeff Noyce. Yep. We are Sons of Radio, and we are out for today. Peace, love, and wrestling. And take care. Peace.